Get that shit out of your head. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Congratulations. You played yourself. Are you serious right now? Yeah! Lucha Outside the Show! I'm Leo! That's Mario! <laughs> the heel that seals the deal, the villain that stays chillin', the anti hero of the IWC, your boy, Mr. Rated R! <laughs> and we're gonna be here taking a little journey. Uh, I don't know how much, but Lucha Outsiders everywhere. <laughs> Episode 98. And if you missed the live feed, Facebook Live, make sure you. Check us out and download the podcast version of this one. SoundCloud, iTunes, Only Fancy Apple Podcast. Tune in. La Mezcla, LosRadio.com, wherever you get your podcast needs. And I'll say that two times right And tune in. There you go. And Stitcher. And LosRadio.com. LosRadio.com, La Mezcla, yeah. SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Bro, so we're doing this episode very Bush League uh, on a, a Sunday. It's going to be a long fucking day. We normally do this on a Saturday. Yes. But due to uh, busy scheduling schedule, conflicts. scheduling and conflicts, we're doing this on a Sunday. So, I mean, if you're watching football and your team's getting your ass whooped, probably Baltimore's getting their ass whooped right now. Um, so that just goes to show you that our show's better than Baltimore. Th- th- listen, our show's better than a lot of the football teams that are yeah. out there right now. <laughs> but um, thanks for the Browns. The Browns are doing okay. I mean, better than last year, if you look at it. Better or Jace? Let's, let's not push oh, our luck. Okay. Um... <laughs> Stick to soccer and okay. just stick to soccer. Okay. I would say wrestling, but you know. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the list. We'll talk about the list for this for the the shows attended this year. Did we did we did we hear that correctly or no? Let's try that again. Congratulations. Go ahead. Let's try that one more time. Third time's a charm. Congratulations. There you go. You played yourself. There you go. There you go. There I didn't play myself. Okay. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Episode 98 yeah. of Lucha Tonight's Out. TLC. Tonight's TLC. Woo! Yeah, TLC, baby. A lot oh. of things has happened. Oh, a lot of wrestling has happened. Um, thank you so much for tuning in on a Sunday, Sunday edition of the show, episode mm-hmm. 98. Um, before we get started, let's give a shout out to our sponsors of mm-hmm. the show in this episode. Collar and Elbow. Collar and Elbow brand dot com. Right there. All right, head over there. Use our promo code LuchaRadar. We'll save you 10% on your next purchase. The likes of Al Snow, Kurt Angle, Nia Jax, the Good Brothers. Just say your line, Leo. I'm not, no, I'm okay. Oh, you're, you're, you're okay. Good. You're not going to interrupt me this time. No, okay, Brian Cage. So Mr. Radar. <laughs> also. <laughs> the Hurricane, Santana uh, Garnett. So many others use. Lucha Outsider Show also wears. Yes. Uh huh. Colin Noble Brand. So head over there. Use our promo code LuchaRadar. Also, make sure. While limited 
time only because yeah. the new year is about to hit 2019. Mm-hmm. We're about to drop a bomb in 2019. Um, That's when you. Well, we don't have that right now, okay. and we're gonna get to that right after I do this, this, this plug. It's in here, but it's not I, working. <laughs> so, um, head over to the new and improved losradio.com and head over to our shop. Um, pick up a shirt, pick up a hat. Uh, limited time, limited time only, because once twenty nineteen hits, we're gonna drop a bomb. On they're you guys. they're gonna be gone. They will be long gone. Be gone. They will be non-existent. They mm-hmm. will be obsolete. Deleted. Delete, delete, delete. We don't have that drop right now. It's going to make it up on the wall. Yes. Oh, did you see what I put up on the wall? Yeah, I did. It was badass. Very good job. We okay. we have to put the, the, the picture up here. The picture and also the other Lucha shirt. Yeah. So there you go. So, um, but yeah, guys, go go over to losradio.com. Check out on the products. You guys can go ahead and get the the 2018 Lucha shirt. Yeah. Because 2019, we're going to have a totally different one. Uh, guys, share this video. Let the people know that we are here. Yay, friendship. Friends are already joining the chat. They're saying, what's up to you, Mario? Uh, Mario cannot see because we're using his phone for the drops. Why don't you tell the audience why are we doing this? Uh, because my computer broke. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring the fine though, Mario. <laughs> oh, here, the watch. There you go. Now you can do whatever you want. Just give me the sign when you're going to put a drop. So now open it. This yeah. episode is going to be open so Bush League. It's fine. So Bush it's fine. League. It's fine. Oh, look, Mario Martinez joined us. What up, Mr. Mario Martinez? Yes, yeah, so I'm looking at the chat. Okay. Hi, Danielle. I feel like I just seen you. <laughs> Christopher Brown says, Leo, I've got a bone to pick with you. Oh, man. You already got heat. Everybody does. On a Sunday. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a family day, like a chill day. I had a long Saturday, prior commitment. Slept like two and a half hours. Worked about... 12 and we're here yeah we're here on a sunday yeah. you had a Ay, mierda. i actually didn't even buy i didn't even go home i came straight I over here from new york and i, I was, was like, about to call immigration when i saw some, okay sorry um no. that that joke would have worked better towards you <laughs> just saying the fuck is that supposed to mean well you know what that's supposed yeah, to mean <laughs> okay yes. wet back um we also got he's at two he's got two bones to pick with me what did you do? I have Why no idea. You, listen, I didn't do anything. Fr- friends of the show already hate you enough. But I didn't do anything. You must have done something. I haven't done anything. Well, I'm sure Christopher Brown is going to let us know what you did. Oh, uh, Jessica's shirt. I actually checked it. Uh, it should be getting there by Monday. And number two, how long have you had mail it out to her? Like two weeks. Two weeks. Two Trust weeks of Jay's. <laughs> Three weeks. Okay, we're being serious like four weeks. And you know what the problem is with Leo to breaking the fourth wall here? Leo's the one that comes up with these stupid ideas like, hey, we should give out a shirt without telling me anything, right? So I'm like, okay, hey, he's got it. He's got it. And then I have to remind him, hey, did you send out the shirt? Uh, I'm going to send it out today. Okay, well, because I got a thousand and one things. I understand that. And I understand that. I got a thousand and one problems, but the shirt ain't one. I I respect that you're a very busy man. Yes. But maybe, just maybe. Uh Uh-huh. If you're very busy, stop putting more shit onto your plate. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Or at least give me the shirt and I'll send it Mario, I got like 25 shirts I need you to send out, but I'll tell you about it later after we're done with the show. Okay, that's fine. You can pay me. (laughs) 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 No, no. (laughs) Jessica, your shirt should be getting there by Monday. And number two. There's a number two. Jesus Christ. How much heat do you have? Jesus and number two, Mario, when you get a chance, look at the chat from this past Thursday, Reekins of Wrestling. What? I was on there. I was saying hello. 
No, I think he's telling me. Yeah, no, that look. I was on there. What? Why? What? Uh, I don't know. Was it maybe the stupid jokes that I was saying on there? Oh, probably trash because your comedy's hor- horrendous. Probably, probably. But I know that. Make sure you share the video, guys. Um, spread the love. Spread, spread the love, the, and also subscribe to the podcast version if you missed this episode live. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this episode is going to be very bushly because we don't have our normal drops. And I'm not gonna lie, I, I had to use different headphones. I can't hear shit, so I'm actually just talking to you right now. You're just no talking because we're looking directly yeah. at each other. No, I'm saying like I can't hear. Like I usually hear you on the headphones. Mm, now you can't hear shit. And I just look at you and then just, what's up, Mari? What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so let's get the let's get the show started. Mm-hmm. All right, we we've done a lot a lot of bantering already for the no first, we like, haven't for the first five minutes of the show. The nine minutes, by the way. That yeah, close enough. <laughs> um, so I five I've attended a lot of wrestling shows within the last week. The whole year, Mario. We're not talking about the whole year. We're talking about like the past week. How many shows did you go to? Four shows <laughs> last week. I know. Let's 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 go back in time. Last Saturday, we could do that. We could do that. We can go. Oh, back I actually time. got a drop for that. <laughs> I mean, drop a Jace. Okay. All right. So you, it's on. So watch out what you play. Wow, that was super loud. <laughs> okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like I can't hear up here. Okay, I'll leave it there. All right. Um, it's not my fault. Your drops are not equalized. Listen, it's not my fault that we're doing the show Bush League. Is it my fault that the computer broke? Yes. If you guys want to donate, go to losradio.com. <laughs> Share the wealth. <laughs> so I attended House of Hardcore, Tommy Dreamer's promotion at, yes. at Philly, the ECW mm-hmm. Arena. Uh, shout out to Sammy Suplex, my boy Sam, and his lovely wife. That was actually her first wrestling show. Nice. We went over there to Philly. Um, really good show, House of Hardcore. Fun atmosphere, mm-hmm. ECW Arena. I got to uh, met a couple people. Okay. Uh, shout outs to Jojo Feeney. That's a producer of the Jojo Keeping Feeny. It 100 podcast with nice. Conan mm-hmm. Disco. Had a pretty cool conversation with him. Okay. Um, I met David Arquette. Yes, you did. <laughs> Posted a picture. That dude does not take himself seriously. Mm-hmm. He's super cool. He's quirky, goofy. Yeah, yeah. Like you could imagine. Like Leo. Absolutely not. That would be good for a drop, but since I don't have a computer, <laughs> I can't do it like I normally do. Um, wow, I just got a text. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We didn't hear here. All ahead. right. So I uh, met David Arquette, really cool brother, good brother. Yeah. Um, I told him straight up, like, you know you don't have to be doing this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have nothing to prove to anybody. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I love wrestling, though, and I'm just kind of redeem myself. I'm like, you don't have to redeem yourself from nothing. Uh-huh. Like, you know. Vin, you know, Vince, and, and I know a lot of people dislike Vince Russo. Yeah. But I mean, they did what they did. Like, if, if people really think, and we spoke about this in the last episode, mm-hmm. if people actually think that the, one of the main reasons WCW went out of business because David Arquette won the world title, you got to no. look deeper into what actually happened. Oh, that sure. was, the tree was already falling down at that yeah. point. Like, oh, no. And, and what happened with that is you had. All the telltale signs. And now if you go back and you look at the, the death of WCW, the rise and fall of WCW, mm-hmm. right? Which everybody always wants to do a, a special about it. They, but if, there's if you, been so many books. Yeah, and, yeah. But if you look at it, like it's very easy to blame David Arquette. Well, he's he's just one of the v- many names to blame. Yeah, no, no. But they I'm also blame that, Hogan. Like, and they play Bruce. So they play Bischoff. There, there's so many names yeah, that you could blame. But if you actually look at it, the one vision that they always put is David Arquette holding the title. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the one picture that they use. 
because then it's like, okay, yeah, we we're gonna blame him because he's not in the business. Because if you look at it, Russo has worked again, Bischoff has worked again, Hogan yeah. has worked again, Nash has worked again. The only one that hasn't worked again is uh, Arquette till now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that what he's doing, and you're right, he doesn't have to prove himself to anybody. But I think he's doing it for himself. I think so. Like, how are you going to blame me for this when you guys already had it all fucked up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm actually doing something about it to, yeah. to, to kind of That's good. It. And much respect for him. And also, yeah. he's getting respect from the boys, too. Oh, of course. Um, he actually had, was in a tag match. It was him and RJ City. Like, that's their, their, uh-huh. their gimmick is their tag team. Which RJ said he's trying to get like on TV yeah. and be part of all these like talk, get like a, appearances in these talk shows. Yeah. And David Arquette is supposed to help him mm-hmm. into this. Yeah. But David Arquette hasn't done nothing. So like that's <laughs> it. They're, they're a tag team that hate each other. Okay. Well, pretty much RJ said he hates him. They had a tag mm-hmm. match with um Tyrus, uh, Brodus Clay. Yes. Yes. And Robbie E. Remember Robbie E. from yeah, TNA? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he has a new gimmick now. <laughs> He's first of all, Robbie's hilarious. I don't know why he hasn't been signed by the WWE yet. Well, and, and you saw that come through because even that that whole meathead fucking Jersey Shore gimmick. He has this new gimmick where he's a motivational speaker. His name is Robert Strasburg or Stratus or something. Or, or okay, Strasburg, something like that. Uh-huh. Um, I still call him Robbie because yeah, I mean, yeah. you of know. Course. His gimmick is he's a motivational speaker, but when he's in the ring, he's still acting like Robbie. Okay. That dude sold his ass off for David Arquette. First mm-hmm. of all, David Arquette got one of the biggest pops of the night. Nice. One of the biggest pops. And somehow David Arquette, uh, David Arquette and RJ City did pick up the win. And then um, David Arquette did a, a promo kind of mm-hmm. thanking the ECW fans. He actually apologized for bringing negativity to the pro wrestling world. Not only because of the, the, the Vince Russo stuff and yeah, him yeah. winning the world title. He's not even talking about it. He's just talking about his match with Nick Cage and Nick Gage. And yeah, what happened a couple What happened. Of, uh, and yeah. I'll, that actually got a lot of traction. Like, it was all over, like, TMZ and all mm-hmm. these other places. And he apologized. And the fans were, like, very they – were, they were into Arquette. Okay. They were super into – even, like, for in the match when he was getting, like, the hot tag. Or they were, like, tag Arquette. They would boo RJ City and mm-hmm. cheer for David. Mm-hmm. But then during the match, RJ City, no, after the match, RJ City turns on him uh-huh. and he gets booed from the crowd. And then you hear Enter the Sandman. Okay. Sandman comes out. Uh-huh. All right. Cause you, and you, and I, I even said, I even said this before the show even started. You know, Sandman didn't come out either like in the middle of the show or at the end of the show. Of course. Cause he comes out in every house or hardcore show. Of course. So, and, and, it, and it's funny because you know it's coming mm-hmm. and you still pop when it comes. And of course. And the crowd went. Fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. He he's walking around the whole arena, fucking pouring beer in people's mouths or whatever. Um, if you follow us at Lucha Outsiders and our Instagram and our Facebook, I follow us. They, I put a lot of video clips in our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, loud pop, everybody singing "Enter the Sandman." He gets in the ring, beats the crap at RJ City, and then he's toasting with David Arquette, who comes out, Heat Magnet himself, Bub- Bubba Ray. He mm-hmm. comes out, beats the shit out of Sandman, then. He shoots on David Arquette. I'm going to tell you why. Now, yeah. David Arquette, he's still green, okay? Of course. Very green. They had a table set up, and um, Bubba went to go powerbomb David Arquette, and I guess David Arquette didn't jump. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, you just see Bubba Ray just lay like a fucking hammer of a fist on David Arquette's back. Uh-huh. Boom! And we're like, oh, <laughs> man. And then, boom, he just powerbombs him. Like, that hurt. Right through the table. 
and Arcade got, you know, helped out or whatever. But then I saw him later on, like, during intermission. Yeah. He was, like, around the area, you know, like, still taking pictures with the fans or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he looked fine. So, you know, I think he's he was going to be all right. Yeah. Um, Another match that was really, really good, they had this three-way. It was uh, Jake Chris from the Chris Brothers, uh, part of uh, OVE, mm-hmm. Sammy Callahan's trio. Okay. And um, they, I can't think of the one of the guys in the match, but the other guy really grabbed my attention. This dude named Ace Austin. I believe the dude's from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm not trying to be biased just because he's from Jersey. He's from Jersey. I'm trying to give him a, give him a plug, but no. His gimmick, he came out, I, I guess he's really into comics because I just started, I followed him on my Instagram like after his, because he blew me away. Okay. This dude reminds me like a little bit of Flip Gordon and a little bit of uh, Rob Van Dam. Okay. The dude came out like Gambit. Nice. Like Gambit from like the X-Men. Why don't they have a Gambit movie? Well, supposedly they're suppo- they're like they're in the works yeah, of having and one. I know we're going, but I know uh, supposedly Chad and Tatum is supposed to be Gambit. Yeah, and then because of Deadpool, that's why they didn't do it. Because I mean, come on, Deadpool. Is, no, no, and, and I have no problem with that. But mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, and, and that's the thing, because I well, where did we? See? I think we posted it on our Facebook page, like different cosplays of uh, wrestlers. Yeah, I know. I left that up for you to read because I'm not reading that. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> do you want me to read this or no? Just go. <laughs> so our our homie friend of the He's show, not a homie James James, <laughs> he goes like, if the Lucha Outsiders and the Ricans of Wrestling were the Horsemen, Mario would be Flair, Jose would be Arn, Rico would be Oli, and Leo would be the guy holding everybody's rope. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you got heat, man. You got heat. I haven't uh, done anything. <laughs> Oh, shout out to Sammy Suplex. He just joined the the live feed. There you go. Yeah, no, and, and um, we saw a couple of pictures that that they put up. Leo is the James Ellsworth of the Lucha Mafia. Thank you. All right. Hey, this Hopefully, he's not a pervert. No. Okay. No, no. Leo's not that stupid. Sammy. No. <laughs> okay. No, no, Leo's not that stupid. Just, just th- that's where you throw in. Love you, wife. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, wife. Uh, guys, share the video. Let the people know que estamos here. So yeah, check out Ace. Spanish. We are here. Check out Ace Austin. He's really, really yeah. good. He's really, really. And he's good. from Jersey. He's from, yeah. But besides the fact that he's from Jersey, he's he's really, really good. Like he really impressed. Now is he is he Taylor Ham Jersey or or pork roll Jersey? What do uh, down the south? Where are the down south Jersey? Pork roll. Pork roll. So he's pork roll Jersey. <laughs> okay. I think he's from Atlantic City, if I'm not mistaken. Which is PA J. Philly J. Philly J. It's Philly J. But, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. Okay, I got it. That's more Philly than Jersey. <laughs> Another match that I wanted to talk about this House of Hardcore event uh-huh. um, was Britt Baker, which is Adam Cole's girl. Okay. Which she's a dentist also. She's a doctor. She's a dentist? Yes, versus Angelina Love from The Beautiful People. Nice. They were in the building and um, they did the full entrance. Beautiful People entrance. You remember, you remember when we when TNA was TNA at yeah. the time. Remember Taz on commentary Back when in my day. when they used to come come out whatever. And right when Velvet was, she did like the little booty shake, and then mm-hmm. she goes into the ropes or whatever. Taz would be like, "Let the pigeons loose." Mm-hmm. They did that whole entrance. Okay. Okay. But you didn't record that. You recorded everything else, but that. Okay. So where I was sitting at, I couldn't really get a good. It doesn't matter. But see, I don't want to put something on our page, right, uh-huh. where I can't get like a good visual of it. Okay. Like if you've been following our stories, like I got a good shot of Priscilla Kelly's ass last night at the Chine. Yes, you did. At, at the Chine show I went to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't get a good visual 
of the beautiful people's entrance. Okay. So that's why I didn't record. Okay. Okay. You're, it's okay. It took me. It's gonna confuse. All right. But the match was really good. Uh, beautiful people got a lot of heat. Mm. They got even more heat because you know everybody know Britt Britt Baker's is Adam Cole's girl. Mm-hmm. They did a spot where Britt Baker's on the floor selling. Okay. Angelina Love stands on top of her. Velvet Sky then gets in the ring, and then they do beautiful people, baby. And then everybody's like, boo, you suck, boo. <laughs> they got a ton of heat for that. That's good, though. That's good booking. But see, then I got to give, damn, I got to get, um, hey. I have to give um, the Philly crowd the biggest. Congratulations. See, that's the problem. It's low on your side. But see, but then when I put it high, you know, hold on one more time. Go ahead. Congratulations. You play. Okay, yourself. much better. Okay. Much better. We'll, we'll, we'll work on it. I told you, this episode's going to be very Bush League. It's either this or nothing. It's either this or nothing. So deal with it, James Esponto, bitch ass. Know what? At that, Britt <laughs> Brit Baker ends up winning the I match. One more heat. What? Britt Baker ends up winning the match. Okay. But then the Philly crowd does the job because mm-hmm. then Britt Baker tried to do the Adam Cole post and none of them... Like, got involved. Like, she tried to do, like... like that's th- when you're supposed to that's get That's when you do it. And I, I feel like me and maybe, let's say if the crowd was, like, a little under 500. Okay. I'm so what s- percentage of the crowd actually... I'll like, say, like, maybe 10% of the crowd did it with that's her. That's still bad. I'm like, come on. I'm like, what's wrong, Philly? What's wrong with you guys? This is when you're supposed to do it. Now, so let me ask you. So that didn't go through. How many ECW chants did you get throughout the night? A lot. A lot. More than we can count. Yes, a lot. But, I mean... That's normal, especially for like crowds in you know Philly and By the Jersey. Way, it just look cool because you drank your beer and like it looked like you were drinking nothing because it's green. Oh, because because of the visual, right? You know, Jersey, New York, Philly. Like you're gonna get no, you're gonna get the ECW, ECW chance. Even at Final Battle on Friday, you yeah. had ECW chance. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But uh, that match was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a on a on a. Bad note mm-hmm. uh, at House of Hardcore. During intermission, I, I ended up walking around. I'm just okay. looking at some of the, the gimmick, gimmick tables, you know? And, and were then, you looking at the gimmick tables or were you looking at the talent? Both. And can I tell you, Gail Kim in person, oh my fucking God. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. This would be when we would drop slide in your DMs, ladies, but we don't have yes. that right now. Yes. Hey, slide into his DMs. <laughs> Gail Kim in person, oh my God, she's super, super gorgeous. Yeah. Because she did now. She, now that's one. That's one person, and I know I'm going to go a little bit off uh, off script. But who else is prettier in person than what you see on TV? Um, I mean, damn, you know, I can't. I mean, Velvet Sky, she's pretty. Angelina Love, she's pretty too. But I mean, they they look on how like how they look on TV. Yeah. Obviously, a little bit older, you know, because mm-hmm. you're going back ten years ago when beautiful beautiful people was actually like a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now you're making everybody feel old. Yeah, it's crazy. It's Good been job, that Mario. Long. Just saying. I mean, Britt Baker looks the same. She's still a pretty girl. Person, TV, they nice. But um, I can't say. Um. Oh, not a female note, mm-hmm. but Brian Cage had a match with Nick Aldis. Okay. So when you look at Brian Cage, he looks like he looks like he ate Ronnie from the Jersey Shore. Leo used to babysit Gail Kim. Really? When? when? Uh, Brian Cage. Yeah. He looks like a real stocky dude. Yeah, so yeah. When just looking at him, you think he's like a Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. type dude. He's not that tall. No. No, he's not that. T- I think Nick Aldis was taller than him. So I saw a picture this week 
of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the, uh, Dr. J, Julius Servant, and Andre the Giant, right? Mm-hmm. Andre the Giant was not 7'4". Okay, what was he? He was like 7 feet. Because if you look at... And at, they just bumped it up. Of course, because they had the picture of them together, mm-hmm. and you had uh, Dr. J, who's 7'1", was taller than Andre, by okay. like maybe one or two inches. So it, it, and it's funny, because on TV... The, Motherfuckers look huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing with uh, Shaq and uh, the Big Show. The way that Bicho. (laughs) The way you you build uh, the Big Show is like he's bigger than everybody, but then you put him in front of Shaq, and it's like, okay, you're not that big, (laughs) you know? So Bicho, Bicho. Guys, share the video. Let the people know that we're here. And no, I did not use to babysit Gail Kim. Jesus. On a on a sad note. Um. Big cast. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, we've been to, for the last, like, I'll say, like, month or two, we've seen pictures of him, yes. and he has not looked good at all. No. He, he's actually obviously gained weight. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got to the venue, we passed him. He had a merch table, and I saw him, and I tell my boy Sam, I'm like, yo, this dude looks off. His mm-hmm. eyes are bloodshot red. Yeah. He, he looked out there. He didn't look good. He didn't look like he was in a good place. He was scheduled to do like some type of uh, like segment. a segment. He was mm-hmm. some spot during the, the show. And then during intermission, I'm walking around and then I see like a big, like there's a lot of pe- people like just looking at merch or whatever, but mm-hmm. it was like standby yeah. where, you know, you see a crowd and I see security like talking or whatever. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So these two people was like a couple in front of me. They were like, somebody is having a seizure. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm thinking it's a fan. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing I thought. Of course. And then when I'm, when I'm, you know, security's trying to get everybody to go and Bubba's standing mm-hmm. like on top of this person. Right. And just kind of like talking to him. And I see the person like with his, with his arm over his face and he's just looked mm-hmm. out of it. Right. And Velvet Sky, she's like, looks stressed out. And, you know, luckily, oh, I mean, e- you, you don't know what's going on. Luckily, everybody, for the most part, were like moving along and, you know, like not making it bigger than what it was. Yeah. Like meaning, I mean, yeah, there were some people that took pictures of, of you know, where which I'm going to get yeah. to this. Um, took the p- pictures of the person like laying there or whatever, which I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and, I mean, e- either you're there to help. Or yeah. Move with the fuck so along. I get to my seats. And I'm like, yeah, somebody's having a seizure. And then w- the area we were sitting at, this girl goes like, that was a big cast. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't even recognize the guy. Yeah. Because yeah. I couldn't tell. And then I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow, man, that that sucks, man. Like, I felt bad. I, I really felt bad for the guy because he, like I said, just looking at the dude visually, yeah. you could tell he's been going through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. On top of that, um... He's owned up to his wrongs. He went on Booker T's podcast. Yeah. He has like a radio show in Houston, Booker T. Yes, he does. And he did say that um, he's owned up to his mistakes, that WWE had every right to fire him. Mm. Also, um, you know, he has an alcohol problem. So he's owned up to his wrongs, you know. So unfortunately, he's had, he had a seizure. They took him out. And then Tommy Dreamer, right before... Um, you know, the second part of the show started. Tommy Dreamer did come out and, you know, address the big cast situation saying like, oh, for the the haters. He mentioned something like, oh, for the haters, they're saying like it's drugs or whatever. It's I was not- with him all day. He said he wasn't. That doesn't mean 
that he hasn't been using or abusing something, a substance, whatever it is, prior to this event. Just because he's not using it one day. No, and, and that's something that we always talked about here. And, and it was funny because in, in one of the one of the, the groups that we're in, um, they were talking about, okay, why is it that a lot of wrestlers turn to drugs and alcohol? I mean, it's the lifestyle. If you, if you, if you actually look at it, right, if, if you break it down, is the lifestyle because you're working, right? So let's say the WWE schedule, right? Mm-hmm. So you're flying out, right? On a Sunday morning, on a Friday night, whatever. It depends on the, on the weekend, right? You're flying out to a hotel. You either work out or hang out. There's nothing else you could do, you know? So now that comes into your lifestyle. And a lot of those guys are in pain all the time. Like let's we've put it, seen, let's put it we've this seen, way. We've seen the documentaries. And of stuff. course, let's put it this way. You run into the into the wall, right? Let's say you walk and you're not paying attention. Boom! You run into the wall, right? Okay, your arm is gonna like bother you a little bit. Now imagine these guys going into the ring for twenty, thirty, you know, whatever minutes it is, and basically running into that wall a hundred and fifty times. So yeah. you're gonna need something to take the edge off, you know, something. Hey, you know what? We had long Saturdays this morning. I could barely get up out of bed. You know what I mean? Like my wife and I, we came home, what, like one o'clock and then it was three o'clock and I was leaving already. This is not you taking bumps. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and no, I, it's not because I'm old. OK, just just want to make sure I put that out there because I know what they're going to say because you're old. But it, this I is mean, what you saying. are an old man. But but this is what I'm saying. <laughs> now, look at somebody. Now, Kaz is just starting out. If, if you look at it, right, if you, if you look at the overall picture. But, like, look at guys like AJ Styles that have been there for years. Look at guys that the Triple H. Look at guys, you know, that have been doing it, it for al- years. It also, it also, Big Cass is a young dude. Yeah. AJ, Triple H, you know, they're vets. So, I mean, they live a different lifestyle also. No, but then but you they've learn. Been do- but they've been in this game for so but long. But you learn because yeah. you know Triple H at one point was, you know, allegedly doing everything. So, um, yeah, um, best wishes go out to Big Cass, yeah. you know. Say what you want, I, and this is coming from a guy that wasn't even a fan of him in mm-hmm. WWE. You know what I'm saying? No, no, but that's the but thing. it's just sad to see where he was. Think about it. We're talking ago. about summer. No, not even a year ago. Oh. This past summer, he was feuding with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and now he looks like a complete mess. I feel. I honestly feel bad for the guy. Well, I think maybe you need a, a reset button. I hope he get what maybe, whatever maybe this seizure is a reset. Button. Whatever he's going through, I hope he could bounce back. I hope he yeah. gets his life back on track and whether, you know, he continues uh, pursuing his career in wrestling or just does something else. I hope he, you know, and works out. Even Enzo sent out a tweet, you know, yeah. kind of, uh, you know, sending his best wishes to the guy, you know, cause think about it. Enzo and big Cass at one point, they were like the, one of the top two biggest stars in NXT. Yeah. They came in with so much momentum in, in the main roster. And then, you know, Kind of a, a a thing that we see all the time with NXT talent getting called up. Mm. You know they never. They no, you don't get, live lo- up you to get the lost hype. in the shuffle. Yes. Um, we have here uh, Sammy Suplex saying he looked terrible before it even happened. Yeah. The, I hope he gets them. back on track with his help. Uh, and Chris Brown was actually letting us know that that's uh, he suffer uh, that Chris Brown suffers from uh, epilepsy himself. Oh, that sucks. So he knows what happens, and trust me, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, someone actually posted a video. Of the seizure, and I know you wanted to get back to that about the uh, people with the pictures. I'm not. I'm not I don't. I'm not a fan of it. Like, and the thing was too. I actually, I text Danielle like right away. I'm like, uh, from Daniel from the heel marks. I text her. I was like, Yo, Big Cash just had a seizure, and she was like, Get the fuck out of here. And then, 
on you know me not and I don't mean this in a wrong way or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I kind of feel awkward posting this on the page. Like I was telling that to Sam yeah, or whatever. No. And then they they kind of made a joke, not about the situation, but more like you're probably too late. It's already on Twitter. And they looked on Twitter and it was like, boom, big big, big cast had a seizure in Philly. You know what I'm saying? No, but but that's the thing. Like so, and and if you guys follow our page, if you don't, you should. Because Mario's doing a really good job. I'm putting you up. Uh, Mario does a really good job on there. <laughs> no, but like, and, but that's the thing. Like, so when we were putting the page together, we, you and I sat down and said, okay, what do we want to put on there? And what don't we want to put exactly. on there? Exactly. We don't want to put spoilers. We try not to put spoilers, even though a lot of people bitch and complain. Like after New Japan show happens, no, like, no, no, no. oh, you ruined it for me. Blah, 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 blah. We have a guideline yeah. of what the spoilers, spoilers are. Spoilers are, like, we're not going to put NXT spoilers on there. Mm-hmm. All right. No, but if a pay per view just happened live, right? Yeah. And we're like, it's not our hey, uh, congratulations to um, Tanahashi for winning the G one uh, twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna hit me up and be like, wow, you just ruined the G one for me. Stay off social media. Yeah, yeah. If, if you follow wrestling pages, right, mm-hmm. you're gonna bitch and moan because someone spoiled yeah. it for you. Then stay off social media. Yeah. No, that's I, it. And on something like this with Big Cass, like. Let other people do that, mm-hmm. because w- what that is, that's that's a uh, clickbait. Yeah. Like, hey, WWE star suffers a, a seizure, and then when you click on it, you find out it's Big Cass who used to be for the WWE. So I mean, people use that negative to benefit themselves. We're not gonna do that shit. We're not gonna do that. Oh but, shit! Ravens are up by one. The what? Ravens are up by one. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. <laughs> uh, WWE are notorious for doing that recently. Um, basically doing like the whole clickbait, I believe is what Antonio Tovia is saying. Just like Mario, I was in WWE house show eight days ago. For the most part, it was great, except for six drunk off their asses businessmen in the row behind me screaming to the Miz, where's your wife? Oh, Jesus Christ. But I, I, I hate fans like that. Okay, so it goes back into... The fans themselves, uh, wrestling fan etiquette. Yeah, <laughs> the more the more we talk about it, the more we have to like make a list, because and that's the thing. Listen, we're gonna talk a lot more about wrestling fans because this we're just talking about the first no, show that I, I said. I know, yeah. and and, mm. as, and I know there's a whole bunch. Of there's shit that a lot more. There's a lot more but, we got to talk about. But you get, you need to be able to understand something like, yo, you're a fan, you're paying to be there. Yes, you can you can voice your opinion, but when you're trying to be part of the show, I'm sorry, dude, turn around, and get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like you're there to enjoy the show, like when you're trying to be part of the show, then you're doing too much. I'm sorry. Um, what else happened at the House of Hardcore? Um, so Tommy came out and addressed the crowd. He talked about life being too short. He said that he had like a nightmare a couple of days ago involving his wife, you know, Beulah and his yeah. kids or whatever. Just kind of saying like he he did say something. And Tommy's a very emotional dude, and I think that's why a lot of people love him. Yeah. And he was saying, like, you know, life is too short. So I just want to tell all of you, the people that have been supporting me, the people that watch my events or that are here right now, like, I generally love you guys. Um, if this is like the last time I'm ever in a less wrestling ring, meaning like because life is too short. You just yeah. never know what could happen. Of course. Right. So and, and like I said, that's why people love Tommy so much, because he's just a genuine, humble dude. Of you know course. what I'm saying? And that's and, why and people continue to support the guy. It's hard to find that in the wrestling world. He also got a. He also did a shoot, brother. Uh-huh. So we talked about in the last episode how PCO got signed by uh, Ring of Honor. Yep. 
So this was supposed to be his last in the event at this House one. of Hardcore. Okay. He was scheduled to be in the main event against Tommy Dreamer. I think it was supposed to be like a hardcore match or something. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I noticed prior to this event, PCO was pulling out from indie events. Yes. He pulled out from MLW. Um, which they're doing a, a phenomenal job yeah, with their product. Um, they uh, he pulled out from a lot of indie events. Mm-hmm. He pulled out from House of Hardcore. So Tommy was saying, like, you know, he called him all week to make sure mm-hmm. they return of his, none of his phone calls. And then he said he got a text from PCO the night before saying, "Sorry, brother, I can't make it to the to your show." Supposedly, supposedly the the excuse was he had a visa problems, but he didn't have any visa problems all this time again, right? All the you know, because this is before he made his debut ring. No, but I'm saying like he didn't have yeah, exactly. So Tommy was like, you know, if we bump into each other, don't say what's up to me, don't say what's up, brother. Like you're dead to me, Mm -hmm. you know. Not you didn't do me dirty, but you did these fans dirty. So then you know. He got the fans riled oh, up and said, like, fuck PCO or whatever. And uh, then he was talking about um, kind of the surprise he had in store. He said he lost Edge because Edge was scheduled to be in this card, you know, to yeah. make an appearance. But with the loss of his mom, obviously, yeah, no, you, you know, can't, you can't and Tommy that. understood and even uh, put his mom over saying, like, she was an amazing lady or whatever. Because, you know, Tommy and Edge are, like, very, very close yeah. friends. Also, by the way, the little spot that they have on the Edge and Christian show when they're like, oh, my God, this is so dark. Hey, is this the impact zone? He's like, come on, man. I worked there. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. funny. Um, You can check that out on our page at Lucha Outsiders. He also um, was talking about how one of his surprises was uh, Marco Stunt. Mm -hmm. Now, for those, he looks like a 12-year-old kid, but he's actually 22. Are you sure? Yeah, he is 22. He's in his early 20s. I think it's like 22, 22, 23. He got hurt at a GCW show, actually the show that David Arquette was mm. slit his throat with the neck. Yeah, he got hurt. He got a leg injury. Okay, so he's out of action, Damn. which is sad because even I was reading rumors that even WWE was looking into him. And and we're gonna talk about WWE and what they've done with all this uh, independent talent. Yeah, um, but it it, it kind of sucks, man, because especially now, like, put it this way: in April, you're gonna have WrestleMania weekend in New York City. Most of the shows, MLW, House, you know, whoever comes around here, Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. uh, that's their marquee show because it's New York City. Plus, you're piggy banking off a piggyback. No, no, but I'm saying like, like, so when you have Manhattan Mayhem or when we have things like that, like that's one of their bigger shows because again, it's New York City. It's a wrestling crowd. Yeah, you have wrestling crowds. It's Philly, New York, and Chicago. Like those are the the, the top three. In my eyes, I don't know how, how you feel with that. No, yeah, it, it, those are definitely the top three. You could throw Jersey in there. You could throw Boston in there. They're definitely yeah, wrestling crowds too. Yeah, but I'm saying like too. if you if you were to rank them. Oh no, the top three are the, you know Philly, Chicago, and New, New York. York. Those are in in any order because yeah. you could whatever you could figure it out in any order. But so, any, those are the top three easily. So anybody getting hurt now, December, and you're out three months. I don't think you're working in April. Now, look at Joey Ryan, Torn Peck. He's going to yeah. be out of action. We don't know what's the future holds with him. Even though he's smart, though, because mm. even with a Torn Peck, he's still doing indie bookings, right? Yeah. Uh, whatchamacallit, because at House of Hardcore, he still showed up to the event, and he's doing open thumb wrestling matches. Okay. And he had a thumb wrestling match with the Blue Meanie. Yeah. That's what you at do. the ECW arena. But, and but, why is the stupidest thing that I see? Matter. It still gets over because it's just fun. It's just a fun little segment. Of course. And then 
when he gets back to wrestling, he can actually put that into his, his exactly. Repertoire. He could start the he could start his match like that of with course. some wrestling, and then you lead to like the bumps and this, mm-hmm. this, and that. But we were talking about uh, Tommy Dreamer's promo, and he said like you know while. He had the surprise booked or whatever. He said he made a few calls and he thanked Ring of Honor and told Ring of Honor he owes them one. Okay. Which followed up to the next match. Uh, Rich Swan came out. Yep. Okay. And his partner was Teddy Hart. The place blew up for Teddy Hart. Mm-hmm. So, which I find funny because, you know, Rich Swan and Teddy Hart, they're both MLW regulars. As yeah. a matter of fact, shout out to Teddy Hart. He just won the MLW uh, Middleweight Championship this past Friday at yes, um, in Miami. So uh, they're they're both feuding with each other, but they're actually a tag team for this House of Hardcore show. Mm-hmm. Their and, opponents, and, and I'll allow it. Their opponents, not announced. Mm-hmm. Big surprise to the crowd was the fucking Briscoes from it Ring was. of Honor. They came out, pro- arguably the match of the night. Back and forth, Matt. Back and forth. Oh man, like just look at the clips if you could find them online. Um, I actually posted clips on our stories uh, at Lucha Outsiders. Really, really good now, stuff. You know, you know my boys could go. Oh, of course. And we're going to talk about the Briscoes later, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Really, really great match. Teddy Hart is super over no matter where he goes. Briscoes obviously went over because there's no way Ring of Honor is going to lend people talent. And, and they have them lose. And they have them lose, exactly. Briscoes ended up going over. But after the match, Rich Swan and Teddy Hart got a standing ovation. Teddy Hart got on the mic. He thanked the fans for allowing him to perform. Yep. And, you know, Aggressive. everybody went happy. Mm-hmm. Um, the main event was Shane Strickland versus Willie Mack. Willie Mack is a guy that shouldn't be able to move the way he moves because he's like a huskier guy, but he moves like a a, a cruiserweight. Yeah, he's uh the NWA National Champion and also the House of Hardcore TV Champion. Mm-hmm. He defended both titles against Shane Strickland, and I'm telling you, there was points in this match. I'm like. Shane Strickland's going to fucking win this shit. But no, Willie <laughs> Mack did end up going over, but it was a really good match. And I think Shane Strickland did a post uh, later on that night, mm-hmm. or maybe even was the next day, saying um, wrestling has come so far because you have two African-American wrestlers main eventing a wrestling show. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool on his part. No, and, and, and especially with that, just looking at the lineage, people say, oh, The Rock, The Rock. I mean, no, nah, dude, The Rock's Samoan. Like, if you look 100% African-American, you have to go back to Ron Simmons. You have to go back to. Uh, should we even put Lashley in that in that mix? Yeah, he's black. No, but I'm saying like like uh, uh like real black make, world champion. Like a difference maker. I mean, in the record books, he's always gonna be a world champion. Yeah. Right. You know, not only WWE, but like the TNA or whatever. But I think. No, but when the, it com- the I think when it comes Ron to Simmons I think has. I think yeah, it doesn't stand the test of time like. Mm. Ron Simmons, or even Booker T. Okay, I, I totally forgot about Booker. Even T. Booker T. And you know, unfortunately, that you know, I feel like you don't see that. Sammy in, Suplex is saying Booker T. I don't think you see that like in TNA and other mm-hmm. promotions. Yeah, but you know, I mean, Impact Wrestling and they didn't even T when it was still TNA. But you but, saw it in TNA with last no, year no, no. I mean, like you don't see the the glass ceiling. <laughs> Yes, like in, in Impact and MLW and all these other promote Ring of Honor too, Jay Lethal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. These companies, it doesn't matter what's your background. If you're over, you're it, over. it doesn't matter. You're the world champion. They're going to treat you as a world champion, and that's it. While WWE, unfortunately, right, and this is not WWE hate, yeah. it, it, they don't hold the same amount of water as some of these other companies on how they treat their world champions. But you, you know what I think with the WWE is that they don't allow 
the African-American talent to evolve, right? So when you come in, right, and, and, and it'll be real quick, but when you come in, right, you may be over everywhere. You come into the WWE. If your moniker, if your gimmick doesn't get over three or four months, now you're a comedy act. Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, you know what I mean? Like, Because they're a comedy act at the end of the day. Yeah. If you look Even at Even though it, all three wrestlers could go. Exactly. So look at at every single African American wrestler. At one point or another, they were taken serious, but once that didn't come through, then they become the comedy act. Because even Bobby Lashley, yeah, like there's what, no need for you to moon people. Yeah, you right. know, unfortunately, but, unfortunately. But I think by these events doing this, ultimately Triple H. Because let's forget about Vince. Vince is not going to change for shit. But it, ultimately, Triple H will see that happening, and he will bring that. Hopefully. Because the evolution is not women's wrestling. The evolution is the African-American wrestling. Because now you, you're able to bring everything together. Because, I mean, look at Amber Moon. Mm-hmm. She can go. But. I don't I don't think they're going to put her up there. Not yet, at They'll least. They'll put Nia Jax up there before they put Amber Moon. Mm-hmm. So, but no, I just wanted my little I just think I just think we, you know. If you want, no if you way, want, Jose. Yeah, but his gimmick was trash in NXT too. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, he's Spanish, Dominican. I love the guy, but come on, man. He, he, his. Oh, by gimm- the way, the new Spider Man is also Dominican. Yes, I know. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. That's fucking crazy. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I found that out the other day. It's based on the comic. I don't fucking. Bro, Miles Morales. I got four fucking kids. You think I got time to read shit? I barely got time to read the shit that you put on our page for me to stay up to date with what's going on in the wrestling world. All right. Let, let's continue going. Uh, Naomi, Antonio Tovio is letting us know mm-hmm. as an African-American that, that uh, is a champion. And was a Junkyard Dog ever a champ? I don't think so. He was never world champion. I don't think so. Maybe in an Intercontinental, maybe? No, no, no. Maybe in one of these other promotions that he was in. Because he did come over from, like, the South. and yeah. But I don't remember him in the WWE or was he in WCW? No, WWE. I think it, was he in WCW at one point. Uh-huh. I don't think so. Let us know. But uh-huh. a- again, uh, Clay, a good example of WWE treating their African American talent that way is Clay. I don't know, Clay. Uh, let us know, uh, James Esponto. He's got kids. Antonio told you with you know I don't have time to read comics. I do, man. so. That was the first show. That was last Saturday. Yes. Now, this past Friday, I attended... Four fucking shows. I attended Ring of Honor's Final Battle, live on pay-per-view. Wow. Just okay. letting you know, you know shit is popping, and yes, I said shit is popping. When your Facebook feed, with people that don't even watch wrestling, are posting wrestling shit. Just letting you know. Mine. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you like wrestling? <laughs> so, um, I attended Ring of Honor's Final Battle at Hammerstein Ballroom. Brodus Clay. Shout out, shout, shout outs to uh, Brady from the Heel Marks. Yes. Unfortunately, he couldn't ha- couldn't make it to the show. Um, he just had surgery, so yes. speed recovery recovery to uh, Brady. And what up to the Heel Marks? They actually did their show today, and Brady was in the hospital bed. Which that's dedication, right yes. there. Yes, yes, that is People dedication. Don't know. People don't know Brady. Hats off to you, brother. Did you really have to show off your bald head? Is that well, well, is that is that a connection? Well, we have the bold connection, and then you and Danielle have the girl connection. What is that supposed to mean? Supposed to look like girl. Go ahead. Oh, I guess I'm the eye candy of the show. 
Because you're definitely not. <laughs> no, and nor do I want to be. All right. What about the girl? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so. Fucking Go. Um. I intend the final battle. Yes. And while a lot of people, I bumped into X and Yuri after the show, mm-hmm. and they told me they hated the show. They thought the show was trash. I felt like this final battle was better than last year's. Okay. Now I have. Now did X and Yuri go to the one last year? Yes, they did. Okay. And I, I don't. I don't know why they feel this way. I mean, the only the, the only the only standout match that I remember besides Dalton Castle winning the world title, beating yeah. Cody Rhodes in the main event, was Marty Scroll and Jay Lethal, which was the match of the night last For year. This, last year. Last okay. year. Did I go to that one? No, no, you didn't. You went to Mahan Mah- Mahan. Okay. Um, which. That was the only match to me. You know that if I put all the shows that I've been to in the last two years, you still went to more shows in two weeks? Yes. Okay. I want to make sure I put that out there. It's me. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> um, I enjoyed Ring of Honor's final battle. Mm-hmm. And I and I also, you know, just going through the web and stuff, you know, social media stuff, I've all, I saw that, you know, some people do share the same feelings as X and Yuri. Mm-hmm. You know, shout outs to them. You know, they're, they're entitled to their own opinion. They feel the same way. Like, oh, final battle is like whatever. But that, that's why I think, like, I want to know why. Because hey, it may be something that we didn't pick up on. Like maybe I, they were expecting, I'm sorry, maybe they were expecting something a lot better mm-hmm. and they got okay. I think also too, especially when it comes to big shows like this for Ring of Honor. Mitchell. Ring of Honor, while they're also the alternative, right? Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor is very fast-paced, right? Yeah. Very fast-paced, very spot, spot, mm-hmm. spot, mm-hmm. fast-paced, fast-paced. And... Sometimes, you know, Ring of Honor doesn't necessarily always do that. Yeah. So, like, for, like, those diehard Ring of Honor fans that don't necessarily see that, they're like, oh, this match is whack. But maybe it's not even whack. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go through some matches uh, of the card. Um, first of all, I had great seats. Yeah. Really, really good seats. Yes, you did. Um, right by the ramp. Thank you, Brady. <laughs> Thank you, Brady. Um, by far, Adam Page, Jeff Cobb, in my opinion, was the match of the night. Yes. That was for the television championship. Um, Jeff Cobb is so fucking good. He won Bola this year. He has so much momentum. Um, New Jap- I, I have to see Jeff Cobb in 2019 be part of the G1. There's no reason why he shouldn't be part of the G1. Okay. Um, him and Adam Page just had an incredible match. Adam Page. And, and they have chemistry. Adam Page, from where he used to be before being part, I forget what stable he used to be um, part of before with BJ Whitmer. Um, he went from, from being a nobody to a somebody. He's actually no pun, no pun intended. <laughs> he's actually an elite wrestler in the game. Yeah, he is. He's so good. Um, they had an incredible match. Jeff Cobb went over. Also, another match that was really good was uh, Marty Scroll versus Christopher Daniels, number one contendership for the world championship. Mm-hmm. Match was really, really good. Christopher Daniels, close to 50, still could fucking go. Yeah, he can go a lot more than a lot of guys that are in their 20s. Um, after the match, Marty Scroll did go over. After the match, um, a loud from the New York City crowd, Hammerstein Ballroom, thank you, Daniels chant. Um, they mm-hmm. keep teasing um, in story that he's going to retire. I don't see... Uh, Christopher Daniels retiring yet? No, I think I he's. This is all just storyline. Mm-hmm. Another match that was really good, and and I'm gonna throw in some comedy into this. Was Jonathan Grisham, the Human Octopus, versus uh, one of the most uh, dis- I, one of the most wrestlers that I despise the most. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Zach Saber Jr. That's your boy. I hate him. That's your boy. So, 
for those that were around me, Danielle, Damon. Um, Did you boo most of the match? Oh, when the second it came out, I'm like, boo, you suck, boo, right? And then he goes, yep, there he is. So during the match, right? Now, don't get me wrong. This match was really, really good. Your favorite wrestler, Danielle. Originally, <laughs> originally, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get like a drink or just walk around for this match. That's your pee break. So I was like, you know what? Let me st- let me just sit and just continue watching it. Let me just watch this match. Match was really, really good. Mm-hmm. But like during parts of the match, right? You know, like when the crowd is like so focused on the match and it gets like a little bit quiet, you just hear me go like, Zach, I hate you, Zach. I hate you. <laughs> so you are that fan. I hate you, Zach. So, I hate you. So what you're telling me is that you are that fan that you hate. Absolutely not. At that point, you are. Well, I, first of all, I'm not one of those. Anno- first of all, people, I get a reaction when I say something stupid. Okay. okay? Hey. Now, I, no, you do. You do. You do. I get a reaction. I don't do it in every match or whatever. I just hate Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. I did it in Evolve shows. When he used to come out in Evolve and everybody's cheering like, oh, Zack Sabre Jr., I would sit down and I'd be like, nope, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. I know. But the match was really, really good. Uh-huh. Zack Sabre Jr. went over. Okay? I'm booing. Boo, you suck, Zack. I hate you. What happens? Uh-huh. Um, Zack Sabre Jr., right? It's trying to figure out where that's coming from, like on the ramp. And the section where they're the marks that, that they're cheering for Zack Sabre Jr., right? He throws <laughs> shit at the at that section. Uh-huh. So Damon's like, I'm cheering for you, and I'm and I'm the one getting throws going shit thrown at me. <laughs> which is really, really funny. And Damon, shout out to Damon, because he recorded me cursing out Zach. Yeah. Like a good clip. He's gonna send it to me and I'll post it. <laughs> Eventually when I get it, I'll post it on Lucha Outsider. So maybe we should take the screenshot and that's our screenshot for the show. <laughs> <laughs> like I hate you, Zach. I hate you. I hate you. Oh man, he's lying. He asked for a ZBJ shirt for Christmas. Yes, Dan- Danielle was tormenting me this weekend with with, uh, with uh, not only the Zach Zaber Jr. stuff, just a lot of different things. I, I think that's what we're going to get him for Christmas. <laughs> Carry on. I will burn it. I will burn it and record it. No, you won't. Yes, I will. No, you won't. I will. No, you won't. I refuse to wear it. You know what? I actually won't burn it. You know what I would do with it? Uh-huh. I will remix it somehow yeah. and put like a big X on it. And on the back, like right, I, I, I hate Zach Zaber Jr. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. So, on a, I guess, downer, a match that didn't live up to the hype. ZBJ, by the way. She wrote it wrong. Go ahead. Whatever. It doesn't care. It's exactly what you're doing. I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> um, Jay Lethal and Cody Rhodes for the world title. Yes. And it didn't main event. It didn't main event. Well, now that you told me that, maybe that's why. Cody's wrestling with an injury. Mm-hmm. I, this is not news to people. It's and news to me. Cody's no, we talked about no, it. You just you just forgot. You yeah. know, congratulations. You played this weekend. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. long weekend. Um, you know, both got great pops. I have to go back and watch this, whether it's uh in a in a stream or maybe I'll watch it on pay per view. Mm-hmm. I'll order it. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but they they had like a back and forth before the match even started. Mm-hmm. Cody said something like, "Oh, you know, you guys cheer for me or you love me or whatever, but I'm not gonna be at the G1 Supercar, kind of like shitting on the fans." Yeah, yeah. And then Jay Lethal said something about like, oh, well, this is my company or, or, or something like that. And the match started. The match was very underwhelming, very tad bit boring. Unless Jay Lethal's my guy, but I'm not going to be biased here. The match was not all that great. Okay. The match did not pick up until the last five minutes. All right. Okay. And some factors play into this. Cody's hurt. 
But what's interesting enough during this match, me and Danielle started playing this game. Uh-huh. Okay? So we were looking at Brandy, and we're like, well, Brandy's, like, so gorgeous, right? Yeah, she is. And then Danielle goes, right? I bet you they have really, really great sex. And yeah. I go, like, I could see that. So then she goes, like, I guarantee you Edge and Beth Phoenix have boring sex. And I was like, I could see that now. I was like, in defense of my boy Edge, right? Uh-huh. Talking about 06, 05 Edge. He was tearing shit up back then. Lita Edge? Yeah. Oh, whoo! He was tearing shit up. Yes. All right? But I could see how Beth and Edge, you know, probably have boring sex. So do, then do we... You, do you think, like, they schedule it? Like, you know, it's open for next Thursday at 2 well, o'clock? I could see AJ scheduling his sex with his wife, Wendy, because they have mad kids, and they probably pray before sex, and he's a good Christian boy. <laughs> Okay, so this led onto a now, conversation. The question is, do they pray after? Probably so. Like, so we started going through. Reason. We started going through. Um, uh-huh. through so many couples, right? Okay. And I actually thought of a couple right now. Uh-huh. And I'm, if Danielle's still on, I want to. Yeah, she's still there. I want to. I want to. I want to ask her this: How about Brian Cage and Melissa Santos? I think they have. I think they have crazy sex. Oh yeah, yeah. Like handcuffs and shit. And she, you know she's a Latina, so. And and he's like. Steroids. Yeah, I think they have crazy sex. Just my opinion. Yeah. So we started going through like you know Bree and Daniel Bryan boring sex because Daniel Bryan he's like very. I can see him like we have to use organic oils. <laughs> like I just found this very good organic. Uh, see, look, 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 Daniel just said crazy. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and and listen throughout the whole match, right? Uh-huh. We're just naming couple okay. after couple, like like Candice and Johnny Gargano. Fun sex, like yes. you know, there's we different categories. Not crazy. We had crazy, yes. Fun, crazy, boring, fun, boring, and then maybe decent. And then we had like disgusting sex, like Nikki Bella, like asked him out. That's what Daniel said. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. And then we were like, you know, we should ma- mention Paige and her ex boyfriend, but you know, for that we didn't even have to mention a couple. We just just had to say Paige. Paige and Xavier Woods. Just say just say Paige because we already know Paige her history. A, Paige and a Bordeaux. <laughs> a funny one that Danielle said was like, Kota Bushi and Kenny Omega, crazy sex. Yes, yes, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Definitely up there. James Esponto, Leo, they prayed to make sure they don't have any more kids. <laughs> but yeah, we, sure it was a very, kids. very fun game. So if we ever yeah. do a crossover episode again with the Hill Marks, me and Danielle have to pl- play this game on there. Of air. course. And that's fine. Um, Main event, Ladder War. We had SCU, uh, Kazarian, and um, Scorpio Sky versus mm-hmm. the Young Bucks versus the Briscoes. Uh, by the way, Danielle said hot on uh, Kodobushi and uh, hot. Yeah, there was. Yeah. yeah, we had so many different. We had hot. We had crazy. We had disgusting. Yeah. We had boring. We had decent. Well, and boring. I know you said boring. Well, you could relate to boring, right? No, I'm good. I'm alright. Carry the fuck on, yeah, the c- Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> Anyways, the main event, Ladder War. The match was good. There were some missed spots, but I don't want to be like so... Best game ever. <laughs> Yay, friendship. Sloppy. Fuck you, way sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this game. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, so there were some missed spots. There were some really rough. Like there were some really rough spots in the match, but the match was good. It was a fun match. It was entertaining. Uh-huh. I don't think it was better than the last ladder war that they had between the Machine Guns and the Young Bucks yeah. and Daniels and Kazarian. But it was a good match. I had fun mm-hmm. watching it. Um, 
it kind of we kind of knew that the Bucks weren't going to win. Okay, because of the contract. I figured the Briscoes, Daniel figured the Briscoes were probably going to mm-hmm. catch the belts. They did go over your boys, yeah, the Briscoes. Did. They went they over. Did. Good for them. Well deserved. After the match is when things really got started to pick up. You know, you had SCU and the Young Bucks hug hug each other. Mm-hmm. Then the rest of the elite came out. Yeah, they did. And they kind of did. Um, What's the thing? Current that, call. That, a current call. There you go. I was thinking, what 2. happened? To, I was going to be like, what happened to the Garden Show again? The current call. current call. So they did the current call. Um, Matt addressed the crowd, mm-hmm. um, saying nothing but praise for Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, how much they've grown up with the company. Um, how Ring of Honor is such a great company. And then they were saying, like, what does the future hold for, you know, us, the elite, or whatever. And now and we know Marty Scroll, he, he's he's there till 2019. Mm-hmm. And who knows? He might even sign an extension depending on what, what he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, Marty Scroll, to me, he could be the guy in Ring of Honor. Yeah, if, if you give him time. Mm-hmm. But, again, it goes back to the whole evolving thing. If you give mm-hmm. it time, of course. Like I was telling Danielle, I'm like, to me, he should have been in the main event against Jay Lethal, not mm-hmm. Cody. Because Marty won the best uh, survival of the fittest. Yeah. So to me, he wins a tournament. Why isn't he main eventing uh, against uh, Jay Lethal at at final battle? Any kind of uh, tournament that you win. Or or at least challenging for the world title, right? Like, I don't see why it should have been Cody, but whatever. Well, it could be 2019. Might be at G1 Supercard. We don't know. Um, So they do the current call. They address the crowd. And, you know, he mentions, like, Matt in his promo say, "We're all elite, right?" Mm-hmm. So that gets the crowd, you know, pumped up, saying, "You know, double or nothing," you know, which is a, a rumored title of a yeah. of another pay per view that we they're went gonna do. The trademarks that exactly, and you know, he said, "Like, oh, there's a time, uh, there's there's a time ticking. You know, something's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen, but you got to continue watching being the elite." Blah blah blah. And then there was like a pause, and the crowd is like super hyped. And then he's like, New York City will be back. We will be back. Right? And you can check out the video we posted in our page, Lucha Outsiders. Now, they will be back. You know, that can mean uh, so many different things, right? Of course. WrestleMania weekend is in New York City, right? So yes, they could they could appear at the G1 Supercard. We don't know. They could appear in these little smaller promotions, just make an appearance here or there. We don't know. Mm-hmm. They could also appear at NXT TakeOver. We don't know. Okay? And it's good because this is where we get to fantasy book. And and, and that's I think that that's why they do it. Well, first of all, because of the contracts. Their contracts are uh, are done December 31st. So whatever they're going to promote has to be January 1st. Also, we might see the first show happening of all elite wrestling somewhere. Maybe not WrestleMania weekend, but maybe around that time. The week we, before. We don't know. We don't know what this all elite wrestling could be or what it might be. We don't know. Do it and it might not be anything. We don't yeah. know. But that's the thing. And, and that's why you guys have to stay tuned to us um, where we can. Oh, Mario. So Mario can let you know what. <laughs> What uh, what's gonna happen with this? Mm-hmm. Because now, did they say uh, was it January third? I was listening. Were they gonna have their? their I think I think the rumor is they're gonna make the announcement January first. Like that's where they keep teasing on being the elite. But I feel like we're not gonna get like a legit announcement after Russell Kingdom. That's just my opinion. Yeah, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. 
what if they announce it and then they are a wrestle kingdom? That I mean that could happen too. But like you know, you make this big announcement, right? And that kind of takes away like, you know, in kayfabe eyes, you, you know what I'm saying? Like we're trying to keep mm-hmm. it in this kayfabe world. Like, you know, even though we know Cody's going to drop the United States Championship to Juice Robinson, right? Of course. In the kayfabe world, like it doesn't keep you like, you know, if they make this big announcement, like, hey, we're starting our own company or whatever the, this announcement is going to yeah, be. Yeah, then you invested in the yeah, next yeah, match. You know, the match could be phenomenal, but you're not as you're part of you, the disbelievability point of it like even with me right like the adam page and jeff cobb match right i knew jeff cobb was gonna go over right and i was saying like come on man let's be serious guys. And, and, and i was wearing a hangman page shirt right mm-hmm. like we know adam page is not gonna win or whatever and then neil kept on fucking with me saying like oh come on come on don't don't be like that just you know believe or whatever like i forgot exactly believe. what she was, i forgot what she was telling me but like you know like don't be like that but like you know and the same goes for Wrestle Kingdom. Like, mm-hmm. if they make this huge announcement January 1st, right, <clears throat> then, you know, Wrestle Kingdom comes, and then the matches that, you know, like, the, uh, the Young Bucks and then Cody or whatever, and even Kenny Omega, depending on where he stands on what he's going to do, it's yeah. like, oh, they're just going to drop the titles or they're just going to lose the match. No, and, and I think it makes a lot of sense for you to, like, tease something. They could tease it. I'm cool say, with hey, the tease. Hey, we'll see <clears throat> you at Wrestle Kingdom. So and now that gets everybody to tune in and, and see what they're going to say at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. But, and you know people are going to go ahead and follow them. But, uh, guys, speaking of follow, make sure you guys follow the page. Make sure you share with the people. Let them know that we are here. We're doing the show biweekly on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Today's a Sunday, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Make sure you also subscribe to the podcast version if you can't tune into the live feed. On Facebook.com, make sure you subscribe. iTunes, SoundCloud, even if you fancy. Apple Podcasts, tune in. La Mesclap, LosRadio.com, um, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star frog splash rating review. Comments, grievances, bury either one of us. It'll most likely be the guy that I'm looking at right now. It's okay. The old man. I'm falling asleep anyway. OML Lee. <laughs> you think I'm playing. Um, we were talking about this actually before we even started recording, before we even sat down. We were actually talking about this upstairs in your living room. Um, what are you talking about? We're in a studio, a million dollar studio. Million dollars at Jay's. Okay. Okay. You, there's nothing wrong having a studio in your house. It's okay. Okay. You promote this all the time, especially with Loach Radio yeah. and everything that, that you're doing. All right. You have a studio in your house. That's yes, cool. We yeah, we do. All right. And we can have people come over and also be part of the show. Exactly. Looking at you, Brady. Looking at you, Daniel. We were talking about um, Marty Scroll. Yes. So last night they had a they had a Philly show. <laughs> they had a Philly show last night, and um, I just got a crazy idea. They had uh they had a uh, Philly show last night at the ECW arena. So if we were to do here we the, go the voiceover here we for go. any wrestling show in Spanish, right? Uh-huh. I could be Hugo Savinovich, and you could be uh, not Raven. What the fuck's the the uh, Vampiro? Because your Spanish, Spanish is, is just as bad. <laughs> my Spanish is just as bad as Vampiro. <laughs> I, you're right. You're right. You're right. I got it though, right? You're right. You're right. You're right. My my Spanish is my Spanish is just as bad as Vampiro. Que paso con la raza? Yeah, his Spanish is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty. Pretty bad. Very. Yeah. Yeah, my Spanish is that bad. Sorry, guys. It's okay. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, tell so, me about El Villano. Let's talk about the the villain. So at the tapings, you wanted uh, to say Villano. I wanted to say Villano. <laughs> let's talk about the villains. Maybe I'll hashtag that. <laughs> Maybe I'll start hashtagging that. <laughs> so 
the villain Marty Scroll, um, he got confronted by the kingdom. The 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 real world champion, uh, Matt Taven, mm-hmm. uh, Vinny, and TK O'Ryan. Um say yeah, they got it. They they confronted Marty Scroll saying, like, oh, where's your friends at? Because you know the elite is gone yeah. from, now, from you're by yourself. Honor, now you're by yourself or whatever. So he said, You're right, my friends did leave me. But that doesn't mean that I can't make new friends. And then we posted the clip on Lucha Outsiders on our Facebook page. Um, you know, the lights go out, and all of a sudden we see the debut on Brody King. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brody King signed Brody King signed the deal with Ring of Honor. Good for him. Um, for those that don't know, Marty Scroll and Brody King are actually tag champions at uh, World Series Wrestling. That's a promotion out in Australia. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, right? Yeah. You think so, right? Makes sense. Brody King, Marty Scroll, tag they, team they champ. Have, and another chemistry. promotion. Can have a connection, right? The association. Mm-hmm. Makes sense why they would be paired up. Mm-hmm. The lights go out again. Okay. You see this electricity, uh-huh. right? Which they've been they've been doing this gimmick for a while now and some of the Ring of Honor uh, uh, TV tapings, right? Okay. See the electricity on the screen. Now we see PCO. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have no problem with PCO, like his gimmick. Good for him that he signed a new deal. Good for him that he's wrestling all over, that he has all this momentum behind him. I just don't see him being part of this trio. It does not make sense for me whatsoever. And it's all about visually. Yes. It's visually. And and this is what you and I, we actually had, and it's funny, guys, we had a longer conversation off the air <laughs> than we're doing right now. But when you're looking at it, right, Visually, he seems out of place. He should be a loner. Like, he shouldn't even be part of a trio. And, and we were talking about, okay, if you were to tag him with somebody, who would you tag him with? If, if hypothetically, right? Yeah, yeah. And, he, and this could be, it could be like a one and done, right? Yeah. It doesn't even have to be like a thing. Like, you know, like someone like more beefier than him or something. Like, you know, like, may, or maybe like same, maybe like a Brian Cage or somebody else. Like, same you know, body like style a one section. off, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, being part of a, a, a trio, like, the, and, and to me, he, it doesn't fit. Like, the, the, it doesn't fit at all. And it's the look, too. It's the it, look. You know, because like, you have a guy, right, that, you know, is supposed to be like a Frankenstein-like character, right? And then you have a guy, you know, Brody King, like, you know, he's a like hardcore type dude. You know, and then mm-hmm. you have the villain, which that kind of makes sense to an extent. But you have PCO, to me, he doesn't fit, like... Yeah, he's like he's like the odd man out. Yeah, he is. He's very he's very much the odd man out. Yeah. Even in the picture that we posted, it just doesn't look right. Yeah, did we post that picture? We didn't post the picture. We posted actually the whole the whole clip. Oh, okay, yeah. We did see the picture later on. Yeah, we did. Uh, but we, oh we no, it's the picture it. that I showed you. Right yeah, I, I I don't. You know who knows? Maybe they'll surprise me. Maybe I do like Which, the name. I like the name Villain Enterprise. I think that's cool. It's and it's happened before. Mm-hmm. You know, where we look at something and it just doesn't make sense at the beginning. But then you're okay. Let's see where they're, where they're going with this. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing. Again, give it time for something to evolutionize. No, evolve. There you go. Yeah. That's the word. Um, give it time to actually evolve. That's actually a good segue. <laughs> I know. That's, <laughs> I don't know. How that. That's really a good segue. Ooh, what up to Damian Arias, by the way. Next weekend, if you guys are in the northern New Jersey area, on Saturday, we're going to have... Can I say it? All right, go ahead. Okay. A go FIFA, ahead. I'll take a piss break. <laughs> we're going to have a FIFA tournament. So if you guys play FIFA on PlayStation, you guys can actually go to LosRadio.com right now. Go under products and look for um, look for the, the banner that says FIFA Leo. 
where you guys can actually play and win some money, just like Damian and his family are going to be going. Uh, the, his daughter, Daisy, is uh, in there. We want to say hello to her. But, uh, yeah, no, and with this whole thing with, with, the, with wrestling, with PCO and, and the Villain Enterprises, again, I don't think it fits in there just for the, for the look of it. So if you're looking at, let's say, the Road Warriors, right, the Road Warriors have a certain look. It's not like you can put the big show as part of the Road Warriors. That's never going to work because you're not going to have that. They put Hagen right in the Road Warriors. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> he didn't fit. It looked ho- It was horrible. He didn't fit. Didn't Ahmed Johnson also was in the Road Warriors one time? He had the, the, the spike shoulder pads, I think. Draz was one of the Road Warriors, too. No, but I'm saying I, I remember, um, and I just said his fucking name. Anyway, uh, Ahmed Johnson. I remember him with the spikes for a match, but I think it was just a one-off type of thing. Mm-hmm. But again, visually, it doesn't make sense. So, and let's hope that where they're going with this, it's going to be interesting, like where they're going. So, we'll give it some time So evolve. It, yeah. We talked about evolution. We talked about evolve. And me going to wrestling shows continued last night, yesterday. Um, I attended two shows back-to-back. Same, same venue, though. Same venue. So I attended Shine Wrestling, what, which what is does, was it. The, what does the bomb say? What does the what? The bomb say. Boom. The boom. Okay. Wow, bro, that was a horrible fucking joke. What the fuck was that? Leo, let's not forget Vince tried to turn the Ascension into bastardized version of the Road Warriors. Our Road Warriors, the Jays. Um. I went to <laughs> I went to Shine Wrestling, which is an all women's promotion at Laboom. That which, was a very horrible joke, man. Man, I don't know how I could recover from that. But um Shine, I love this promotion. It's like one of the best kept secrets when it comes to promotions, I think. And I think a lot of indie companies are like that. You like look at a card and you're like, ah, I don't know if I want to go to this or whatever. And then you go to the show and you're like, oh wow, this was actually a pretty good show. Um, the show was real good. Um Ariel Monroe, you saw her at the May Young Classic. That's uh, Cedric Alexander's wife. Yeah. She faced uh, Kara Hogan, which you see on Impact. Um, mm-hmm. She has, like, bright red hair with, like, yellowish-orange tips. Okay. Um, really, really good match. I enjoyed that match. Also, Mercedes Martinez, which I fucking love. She's my cousin, kind of. <laughs> Not really. Martinez, get it? Yeah, I got it. You got it? You so got I, it? So that means the punishment Martinez is also your cousin? I guess so, maybe. <laughs> I'll take punishment if I could take her. Yeah, exactly. I love Mercedes Martinez so much. She actually had a real st- good, stiff match with Kimberly. Okay. Really good match. Mercedes Martinez went over. Um, man, I love Mercedes so much. I don't understand why WWE has not signed her. Like, you mm-hmm. signed Shayna Baszler, right? Which Mercedes trained her to be a wrestler, right? But you can't sign Mercedes, yet you bring her... Two times for to the Mayon Classic and also done like business with her for like you know NXT one offs. Yeah, like I don't under I don't understand why she's not signed. She has an amazing look. Like I just love her. And and that's and that's the thing. Like we need to see. Okay, what are they gonna do? You know what I mean? Like you need to go ahead and sign her. You need to have her go there because if you're the one training. Hello, that means that you know more than the person you just you just signed, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, they do some backward shit. But, you like the match? Oh, great match. 
the main event was uh, Allison K, the the defending shine uh, uh, world champion, I guess you could call it world, okay. world champion. Um, Allison K used to be Sienna in Impact Wrestling. Okay. She was also in the Mae Young Classic. She defended her title against Sue Young, which is Rich Swan's uh, wife. Mm-hmm. All right, you know uh, the 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 undead bride, you know the undead blood bride or whatever. You know she comes uh-huh. out with the makeup. You see her in Impact Wrestling. Really good match. Uh, go to our page, Lucha Outsiders. You can see my stories. Um, really good match. Um, you know Sue Young with the blood in the mouth, the 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 red mist. Mm-hmm. Um, Allison K makes uh Sue Young tap out with blood coming out of her mouth. Very dope visual. Shout out to Matt. Uh, my boy Matt, he took uh, a lot of good pictures. And and he does. He does. He takes, he does he takes a lot good. of good pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, so after afterwards, you know, they kick us out of the venue, and then we have to pretty much go back in line. They don't kick you out. They politely ask you to leave. If you don't get the fuck out, they're going to kick you out. Well, that's pretty much what they oh. said. <laughs> pretty much. So after <laughs> after Shine, you know, we go back outside. We go back in line to, to get in for a vault, mm-hmm. which was show number four, you know, in a week. <laughs> I know. Leo, how many shows did you go this year? Two. <laughs> okay. Mario, how many shows did you go to this year? 32. This motherfucker. <laughs> 32 shows. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, uh, we get back in line for Evolve. We go to Evolve. Um, Evolve is always a good promotion to watch. Not, you know, yeah, they're in bed with WWE, but, mm. you know, you see a lot of not, like, not not big name talent that ends up and they're gonna be like the future of wrestling. They end up getting like you know, getting picked up by NXT or yeah. you just see them somewhere else. Um, there's this dude that grabbed my attention a lot. Um, mm. student Kurt Stallion, right now, okay. name is very hokey. Yes, he comes out with a bandana, a leather vest, or whatever. He doesn't look much, right? Okay. When he takes all his gimmick stuff off, he looks like a British wrestler. He has a very British face. Yeah. Um, he's he's very thin. He's got a very British face. He, he and listen, and people that I was sitting with, I told him the same thing. I said the same thing to Danielle. I told Matt the same thing. I'm like, even Damon. I was like, you know, he look. He has a very British face. Like he uh, looks like a Brit. Like he looks like a British wrestler. Okay. Very thin. Um, and the dude could fucking go. He had an amazing match with Ar Fox, which is a very underrated wrestler in my opinion. Air mm. Fox, he has. I don't think I've ever. The, my time watching like indie shows and all this stuff, I don't think I've ever seen Air Fox have a bad match. He's not good in promo, but the dude is amazing in the ring. Okay. Um, they had a really, really good match. Air Fox went over, but you know he he made the dude look good. That Kurt Stallion dude, um, he made him look good. He definitely got the rub, brother. Mm. Well, and and that's the thing. Like when when you're looking at. Uh, at these wrestlers, just because you lose, you can still make the other person look good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't have to always win in order to look good, and that actually just shows you the type of of wrestler that is able to make the losing person, the person that's greener than they are, look really good. Yeah. So, and and that's where you see the dimensions of the wrestler. Well, apparently, I was talking to Damon after the show, and Damon was telling me that Kurt Stallion apparently he's. Uh, He's been training at the New Japan Dojo. Okay. So, I mean, you're getting stuff from there, too. Oh, a course. different, you know, what you pick up from, like, New Japan Dojos is a different uh, training and different technique than what you would pick up from the Performance Center, obviously. Completely off topic. Do you think that Jericho got to be this good 
because he was able to see the three different markets. Jericho got this good because he, before he got to WCW, he was traveling all over the fucking place mm. and getting bits and pieces from all these different. Yeah, because it just came to yeah. mind. Because he went to Mexico, he, he went to Japan, you know, he went to the UK, he went to all different promotions or whatever, and just, you know, that how Chris Jericho became Chris Jericho. Yeah, you get a little bit. And then everything. once he started going to the big leagues like ECW, WCW, and then WWF. That then, you know, you season yourself even more. Mm -hmm. And now at his mid-40s, right? Yeah. He's still on top of the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I, and, and you know what? With with Chris Jericho, and we're, we're going to talk about what happened with Chris Jericho too. But uh, I think that it does help. It does help. Um, so we got here people in the chat, guys. Share the video. Let the people know that we are here. Uh, Mario Val Valetudo, a gladiators. Uh, he's joining us, and uh, James Esponso is there saying what's up to everybody. Also, saying Frankenstein's monster is Victorian era creature. The villain uses Victorian era gimmick so PCO can change his look to fit Marty's gimmick. I mean, it could, it's possible. It could happen. Yeah, it's possible. Well, um, another match I wanted to talk about, which Jesus fucking Christ. Darby Allen versus Chris Hero. I refuse to call him Cassius Ono. Mm -hmm. Chris Hero. So Chris Hero returns to uh, returns to Evolve last night, right? Uh huh. And Darby Allen came out first, right? Yes. So during Darby Allen's entrance, he's wearing a cutout of Chris Hero's face mm -hmm. with the with the like there's holes in his eyes or whatever. Yeah, I saw that. And he got like a mixed reaction, right? You know, there's some you know Darby Allen for the most part he's beloved, mm -hmm. like people like him, but you know he got a his mixed reactions because he's fighting Chris Hero, right? Uh, a WWE guy, uh, yeah. Cassius Ono. That guy. Bef I just wanted to throw this out there. Before this match even started, before even the show even started, um, me and Daniel were talking about how like a lot of fans, right, they only know WWE products. So when mm -hmm. they go to indie shows, they try to compare a lot to WWE or be like, hey, this guy reminds me of Daniel Bryan or whatever the case may be, right? Mm -hmm. So... When I was at the bar, oh, when I was at the bar also, I, when I was getting a drink, I bumped into Tsuya. Okay. All right. And we were having a conversation, whatever, and she was telling me her plans in 2019. Very, okay. very sweet person. I gave uh, Matt the alley-oop because I, I guess Matt saw me talking to Suyong. Mm -hmm. So Matt looked at me and I was like, go ahead. And then he was like, hey, uh, I just wanted to show you this picture, which was an amazing picture. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, of well, maybe we whatever. should talk to Matt about taking some Lucha Outsider pictures. Just saying. He has his own shit doing it. See, you're going too far. He has he does his own thing, all right? <laughs> um, He showed uh, Su Young the picture. Su Young was like, oh, my God, it was really, really good. I talked to Su Young for like a couple more minutes, and then one of those wrestling fans came in. and One like, of your faves. Came in and like touched her, and she felt like awkward and but not trying to be mean. And then I got my drink, and then she was just standing there awkwardly, and she kind of, like, talked to me, uh, finished our, wrapped up our conversation so, like, the dude could get a hint to, like, walk uh -huh. away. But but that's the thing. And and you know what? One of the things that we've done here on Lucha Outsiders since day one is doesn't matter how many shows you go to or how many shows I don't go to or, or what we do, but there's always one thing that we always see eye to eye. Where you and I, if we ever act like those motherfuckers mm -hmm. that don't know how to act, because at the end of the day, you need to understand this. You need to have wrestling etiquette. 
Wrestling fan edit. Exactamente. Mm. What you see on the screen is totally different. At the end of the day, they're fucking people. But okay, you need to be able to have a conversation. And and it's it's okay to mark out. It's okay. Oh my god, you're my favorite wrestling. That's that's cool. And that's it. That's cool. But like this dude and Because he, and it gets like, to a point where it becomes stockish. And this dude, he was like one of those. Like, you know, he put his arms like around her and she just and Sue Young is like tiny. Mm-hmm. Like she's little as hell. Yeah. So she's just like standing there and kind of like not being mean, but you could tell by her face like mm-hmm. she's like awkward or whatever. And like he showed her like I guess he drew her, which the drawing was really, really yeah. good. And I guess he was asking for like an autograph or something. Mm-hmm. But like kept on like he was kept on like trying to rub and then like after she signed for it like she finished her conversation with me so he could like take the hint to like yeah kind of like walk away or whatever. But I mean I don't know like at the end of the day these people these these are people they're, right they're like people like you and I so like they wake up like it's you cool and I. to be like hey I love you so and so or whatever like you know and whatever the case may be but like mm-hmm. you know. I, I don't know. I'm just not well, one of those type of people. At the last show we went to, uh, Kenny King was like right next to us and shit. Like the people behind us, like, oh my god, that's Kenny King. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, like he's there. First of all, he's there with it with his. First like, of all, cousin. he's been there for a while. Yeah, because <laughs> he was he was standing in front of us for like yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. Like okay, like calm down. Like he's there with his kid. What are you gonna go and jump in? Like I want to be on the picture too. Like yeah. no, come on, man. Yeah. Like behave. Like some people- wrestling fan etiquette. And I, there's, you know, even especially going to some of these smaller shows, you see it like uh, countless of times how some fans are just a little too much and too much. Yeah. And, and, and but see, that's where we are messing it up for ourselves. Yeah. Cause, OK. Yeah. Because then, you know what? Intermission. Maybe they're not going to come out and walk around and, and say hi to people. Maybe before the show, they're not going to be as open to walking around. When we went to our first uh, Manhattan Mayhem, you had what, uh, like a 10 minute conversation with Flip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wrestling never came up. You guys were just talking about shit that happened. But again, somebody else would be like, oh my God, Flip, I love you. The problem is, you know, I guess sometimes your fandom takes too much control of you and you kind of just look at them like they're like, you know, like a, like a superhero, whatever, which I get. Especially yeah. if you're a kid. I get it. Okay, okay. If you're a okay. child. If you're a kid. But if you're but a grown. You're 22. Exactly. If you're a grown ass man, right? Now when you're 22. You shouldn't be acting like a child. No. Nope. I'm sorry. No. Nope. You shouldn't be acting no, that way. Not at all. You go in respectfully mm-hmm. like you. Hey, you know what? You're my favorite wrestler. I love what you do. Because mm-hmm. come on. Everybody's your favorite wrestler when you meet them, right? You're my favorite wrestler. Or just not even do. that, but you just give them props. Like, no, oh, my like, God. I like, really like your work. Why, why aren't you signed already? Or whatever. Yeah. whatever or just have like a simple, con- a simple conversation. The perfect icebreaker. What do we need to do to get you signed? Share my shit. Or maybe the or maybe they'll be like, hey, um, I just don't want to get signed. Like that's not like in my, you know, I don't see that happening. Like, you know, that might not be what that talent wants. At the end of the day, they're people, right? Of course. Some of us might see them like bigger than life or whatever, but they're just regular people. If you just have a you know what? Sometimes a normal conversation with somebody will yeah. stand out more than you tell them, like, hey, you're my favorite wrestler. Bro, when we, when I went to a WrestleMania 30, mm-hmm. right? That's when I had the broken leg. I was in a wheelchair. It's a whole fucking story for another day. Mm-hmm. And so I was in the wheelchair, right? So they would take us, like, along the side up to the front. Bro, I had my conversation with Xavier Woods talking about the fucking shoes that he had on because he had some fucking Aladdin fucking real expensive fucking shoes. And that's what we talked about. 
Yeah. Like wrestling never came up. Yeah. Like, I told him, oh, I really like when you did, con- you know, Consequences Creed, whatever, with the fucking with but, the afro. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, that was cool. You know, I had to, like, let it go out. But again, it's, it's, it's a regular conversation. And, and it was funny because the the, um, the conquistadors, whatever the fuck their name was, the, the, the Puerto Rican dudes that were playing as the Mac, as the, Spaniards, the matadors, those, those uh, two. a primo nepico. OK, so I spoke to them in Spanish. Yeah. And I was like, eh, you're not going to speak to me in like Spanish, Spanish. I'm like, no, nah, we're speaking. We're speaking. Like, I know they were Puerto Rican, right? They speak. They, so do they speak Puerto Rican Spanish or Spanish Spanish? They spoke Puerto Rican Spanish. <laughs> Yeah, so, <laughs> so we started talking and shit, and then like the little, uh, but again, that's what I'm saying, like, you got to meet them, I had to have the interaction with them, and I've said it here a thousand times, my interaction with, with what's his name, the Wade, uh, Wade Barrett, right, yeah, Barrett, when we talked about soccer, mm-hmm. like the dude literally stood with us, like with me, because I was the one talking soccer, because I yeah, had the yeah, fucking, yeah. The, the Argentina shirt. Yeah, that's what grabbed his attention. Exactly. But we started talking about soccer. We started talking about Liverpool. We started talking about the World Cup. Wrestling never came up. We, we It's funny, because we were talking about yesterday, um, between uh, Damon and Danielle, we were talking about like me, meeting wrestlers, and some of the wrestlers that we met over the years or whatever, and like who's a dick and who's not or whatever. And I think Wade Barrett did come up, I think because Danielle met him at uh-huh. one point. And I had said to about Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett to me seems to be like a very like, like a a, a gentleman like. He's yes. very. He seems like a you know like very a, proper. Very, <laughs> uh, he he seems like a very proper fellow. Like mm-hmm. that's what he seems like to me. Yeah. Primo and uh, Primo and Epico were actually here last week facing Gallows and Anderson. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Chris Brown was telling, but but that's the thing. They do we, they get to see him in house shows, but we don't see him on TV. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> crazy. But I mean, with with them, it's like okay. Like, when you look at it at the end of the day, any of, any one of us can have a beer with our favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. But it's how you approach them. Yeah. You told me. Yeah. Um, uh, Cody. Mania. No, with Cody was actually after Final Battle. Yeah. Uh, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, somehow. Yeah, I, I remember you fucking sent me the selfie. Hey, look how I'm, look who I'm here with. Yeah, we, uh, I, me, because I just talked to whoever, I... Managed to to find the after after party of final battle and I was yeah chilling with wrestlers yeah but, the, but just having the, a drink pero, just pero having a couple brewskis but that's the thing because we we know the etiquette okay at the end of the day you have to be able to represent yourself not only with the wrestlers because then that also helps you in in your regular life mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you have to be able to represent yourself and you know what. They'll take a liking to that, and they'll respond to just, that. Just talk to them. Just have a simple conversation with them. Talk to them like regular people. And, and like I told you, sometimes remember I, you. Ex- sometimes a conversation, well, yeah, will, a conversation will stand out more than you tell them. Like, hey, you're my favorite wrestler. Yeah, yeah. just like with Matt taking the picture, then you show it to her. Like again, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like because they are people. Mm-hmm. They just want to be treated like that. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's it. all they want to do. But back yeah. to back to evolve. Um, cri- oh, we should cut that out. That's uh, no, 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 no. That's fine. That's no, no, fine. I'm saying that, that, that's a little uh-huh. clip. Uh-huh. Like that's <laughs> so. So etiquette. Chris here, Chris here versus Darby Allen. Now Darby yes. Allen to me, he reminds me of Jeff Hardy. Not necessarily his wrestling style, but mm-hmm. you know he comes out with the makeup, whatever. He's a bit like emo, like or whatever, and he just loves getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. And Chris here fucked him up. Good. Like you look at, at at the clips that that I posted on on you know our social media Lucha Outsiders our stories man where dude. Mario don't do that oh, sorry. 
Lucha outside. I love you. We're <sighs> too much. Too much. <laughs> so Chris Hero beat the crap out of him. Chris Hero did end up picking up the win. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, we were just going back to the wrestling fan thing. Yeah. I hate wrestling fans that really try to act tough with wrestling talent from the crowd. Like, it's different if you're booing a guy. Like, if, if you're like, oh, boo, you suck, whatever. Cool, 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 cool. Right? But, like, let's say if there's, like, a promo's about to happen or maybe, like, something's about to go down, right? Instead of, like, letting that thing breathe and, like, happen, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you feel like maybe, you know, like, for example, like, Everybody was like ruined for like a. They gave a standing ovation for both guys, right? And this one guy's like, "Oh, you suck, Cashazono, whatever." Yeah. And even got to Cashazono's face, and Cashazono like went up to his face or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he just tried to, like he's like, "Oh, you suck" or whatever, and he's just making like an ass out of himself, right? Of course. And he's trying to get the crowd to say like, "Oh no, sucks" or whatever. But instead, like the crowd was like, "Fuck that guy, mm-hmm. fuck that guy." You know what I'm saying? Good. Good, because I would have been there screaming the same Especially at an indie event, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, I, I hate when fans really try to act tough. Leo, which Spanish style do you think is the craziest to interact with? Mexican, Puerto Rican, Dominican, or Peruvian? When it comes to what? Like, when you speak Spanish. Like, what is the craziest accent? I, I don't think it's the accent. I think it's, like, the different regions. Because there's some, like, Mexican, I have no fucking clue what they're saying. I think Mexican for me. I don't understand nothing they're saying. No? Well, now you're starting to understand Argentine Spanish. A little bit. Dom- Dominican, Puerto Rican, I understand very well. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, but, <laughs> but, 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 but Peruvian, I haven't had too much interactions with. But, but that's the thing, like, it, it, and you need to understand, like, it's just like the, in the States, like you have deep South and then you have like Kentucky and then you have like California and then you have Texas it's all the same. Well, let's be honest. Language. Puerto Rican and Dominican Spanish is Spanish to Jace. <laughs> let's yeah. just be honest here. Especially New York Rican. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead. That match was really good. Now, the main event I wanted to talk about. Oh, no. Before the main event. Oh, uh, I see what you did there. Oh, no, it wasn't a joke. No. Like cash is. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was funny. What the fuck? Um, we don't talk about the Street Profits a lot on this show. I know. Um, the Street Profits, NXT Tag Team, um, uh, Montel, my Montel Ford, he's married to uh, uh, Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love her. Slide into my DMs, ladies. Yeah. Yes, slide uh, into his DMs. Yeah, not mine, cause then who's that girl? Uh huh. But what about the girl? Uh huh. So, I, they don't do it for me. I don't think they're bad, but they mm-hmm. just don't do nothing for me. They remind me of a, of a up to date, updated version of Crime Time. Okay. All right. You ready? They defended the Evolved Tag Team Champions because they're the Evolved Tag mm-hmm. Champs against um, James Drake, which I like this guy a lot, and <laughs> Anthony Henry. Puerto Rican Spanish. Just say whip and wave your hands. <laughs> Good job, James. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but go ahead. Go ahead. And, and James Drake, he's right now the the World Wrestling Network Champion. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a match where it was title versus title. So okay. if James Drake would have gotten pinned in this match. Mm-hmm. He would have lost his championship. Okay. Okay. I like that. Back and forth match. The match was pretty good. Um, like I said, Street Profits just don't do nothing for me. But the match ended in a no contest because Eddie King, mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston, I mean, he interfered in the match and just beat the crap out of everybody. Mm-hmm. 
what's interesting enough about this little segment that we saw here was LAX was originally supposed to face the Street Profits in, in this Evolve show. Now, LAS got pulled because, mm-hmm. um, you know, due to conflict of interest, because Evolve is part of the WWE, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. All right. So what does Evolve do? We can't get LAX. So what can we, let's get LAS like Jace. Let's get Eddie Kingston, which he's part of the OGs. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he, he, you know, he, he interfered in the match. And then um, um, the, one of the Street Profit dudes, uh, Montel Ford, whatever the dude's name. He, the big one. No, 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 the, 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 the smaller one. Of That's the two. how much I care about. He, exactly. I, I could care less about them, too. Um, he challenges Eddie Kingston to a match where I don't know if he's going to be like in, you know, a tag match. I don't know if he's going to be a single match at the next of all show, which will happen January 19th. Now, I know why you don't like the Street Profits. Okay. Because they are a direct bite of crime time. But you know what? Crime time, I was never. I didn't hate crime time. I thought crime time. They were entertaining. Yes. Yes. Maybe they weren't funny. Maybe they weren't all that great in the ring, but they were entertaining. entertaining. And and not not, once again, African Americans, that was a comedy act. Of course. It was it was a comedy act from the start. Mm. Hello. Do you remember Men on a Mission? With Mabel and Mo, mm, yeah, that was a comedy act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought it back, but anyway, but, but this is what I mean. Look at Crime Time, and and these guys, Street Profits. Totally forgot their name. Mm-hmm. But then now look at what the Young Bucks are doing, where it's it's a rocker, air quotes style like gimmick, like the way they look, but it's totally different. Yeah. Like, even if you're looking at the side-by-side, and that's why I say Rockers, because the gear that they used for this Ring of Honor rockers show was, uh, um, was designed with the Rockers in, in place. But if you look at them, they look totally different. If you were to put Street Profits right now with their promo picture next to Crime Time, it's the same shit. It is. Just updated. It's an updated version of Crime Time. They do nothing for me. And I was telling this to Matt, too, and Matt said the same thing. He was like, yeah, they remind you of Crime Time. And it's just... They they do and and they're not even they're not even like they could remind you but they can't yeah. be and they're not even I'm not even saying they're horrible in the ring because they're not but they just don't do nothing for me but whatever you know I you know they they're actually gonna be at Evolve mm-hmm. um the next Evolve show that's happening in January so I mean that, that furthers the 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 relationship between Evolve and WWE yeah also who's gonna make their Evolve return at that January 19th show and the January 18th show the the night before. Mm-hmm. It's Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Yes, he is. Um, he will be making his return to Evolve. I can't wait to to see who he's gonna have a match with. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. And like I said, it furthers the relationship. Main event time for Evolve. You have Austin Theory and the returning undipu- undisputed eras, Roderick Strong. Challenging Fabian, I can't pronounce his last name, Archer Arreshire. Fabian A. I'm going to call him Fabian A. I, the dude's from NXT UK, right? Okay. He's the Evolved Champion. I thought he, it was Archer. No, it's, it's definitely not Archer. No? I, I have a hard time pronouncing his last name. He's part of NXT UK, though. Okay. Okay. He's actually really, really good in the ring. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Um, He beat Shane Strickland. Aikner. A A Hner Arch Aikner. By the way, I'm going through the Facebook feed because I'm about to share it, and for some reason that match came up. 
Well, that's that's the match that I saw. No, but that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going through the feed to be able to share it. The match was good. That's what came up. Yeah, Triple Threat, Austin uh, Theory, Austin Theory. We I've seen him hundreds of times and in, mm-hmm. in Evolve, whatever, up and comer. That dude, he's gonna get picked up by NXT at some point. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's gonna make. Depending on who's leading the guard, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. If Vince has stepped down, then his ceiling goes higher. If Vince has yeah. stepped down, I don't see his ceiling going very high if he get once he gets called up. Now, I know that that we've been talking for almost 2 hours now and we haven't even touched WWE yet. Mm-hmm. Which is good. No, of course. Mm-hmm. Can we take a little pause and talk about Vince returning? Because I don't think that's going to help the ratings. Let, let's get to let's get to that. We'll get to that once I finish up on okay. this match. Go ahead. So, uh, triple threat match. The match was real good. I figured Austin Theory was going to win cuz he's the evolved guy and you have yeah. two other, you have an NXT UK guy and then an NXT guy. Mm-hmm. Roderick Strong wrestled a very safe style, of if you know course. what I mean. Because it's like, you know, you're wrestling for Evolve. Like, I'm not going to go all at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Keep in mind, he didn't take the pin in this match. Yeah. Fabian took the pin. Um, Which, okay. Didn't... Austin Theory is now your new Evolve champion. Mm-hmm. It looks like him and Darby Allen are going to lead to a feud or whatever. He did a promo. It was a weird promo. Very, okay. very weird ending to the show. But all in all, the show was real good. Mm-hmm. Now, you wanted to talk about uh, WWE. Yes. Uh, about Vince. And I you know, I think the perfect leeway after we talk about Vince will be the TLC predictions. Because yeah. it's happening tonight. So let's yeah. talk about the Vince stuff. Well, first of all, WWE's had the worst ratings ever. Ever. This is going back to Ico Pro. First fucking Shawn Michaels coming out with like all the, the, the chains and shit. They've had their worst ratings ever. Now, Vince booking. We need more Vince. So what do we get now? We get tomorrow, Monday, we're going to get Vince coming back on WWE TV. I don't think that's going to help, dude. Any, I don't think that's going to help. I want, I want to see, I want to get your thoughts and then also everybody that's with us. Eichner was uh, J- Eichner. Thing. Yeah, that A throws me off, dude. That A in his last name throws me off. Is it just the A? No, it's definitely the A. Because if you just go like this, like if you just look the name like this, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna show. If you look at the name like this, right, you would think it's Archer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. But okay, so going back to Vince Monday Night Raw, even SmackDown, because we posted something about SmackDown that they want three three point three million viewers, and I don't think it's gonna happen. But let's start with Vince first and Raw. I want to get your thoughts on this. I think it could help the ratings a little bit, not much. I think people are going to tune in to say to see what the fuck Vince is going to say. Okay. I think the bigger question is like, forget the ratings at this point because the ratings, you know, they've been tanking. It also depends too how good TLC is because the TLC is a really good pay per view. People are going to tune in Monday because right now people that tune in to to Monday Night Raw are the regulars, are people that are going to watch regardless. Even if you're watching it for three hours and you're not really watching it and you're on your fucking phone. Yeah, you just have it for, for background noise you, to see if something happens. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I that's where I stand when it comes to Raw. Mm-hmm. SmackDown focus a little bit more, but when it comes to Raw, I just have it on there and, you so know, if something, catch, if something catches my attention, boom, I'll take a note of mm-hmm. it. I'm like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool, which it's rare. So wh- what did you take notes from last Raw and SmackDown? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um... Well, I mean, not to not to go back, but I mean, Bobby Roode, um, no. um, Gable, new tag champs. I mean, it's not where we want to see Bobby Roode at, but at least, but at he's, least a he's a champion. Champ, yeah. And that's what I posted. 
And and James, he's actually talking about the three million uh, SmackDown. Uh, Christopher Weaver, I think they are throwing shit on the compost heap with this Vince scenario. I think another thing to mention about this past Monday Night Raw was the the pipe bomb adjacent that Seth Rollins did to open up Raw. You know, um, kind of acknowledging everything that's being reported on how it's like the lowest ratings, how Raw is trash, and putting all the heat on Baron Corbin mm. in story. So it's like a pipe bomb adjacent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at least we know except it, it Except it doesn't have the same effect as the actual pipe bomb no, did. No, no. But, again, go, going back to, to the Vince storyline, because that's what it's going to be. So maybe he says, hey, you know what? I'm going to be part of the, of the Royal Rumble and I'll be number one. That's definitely not happening. No, but I'm saying but yeah. it could because he needs to drum up some some focus, some eyes on the product. I'm not going to lie to you. I have not watched Raw live in like two years since we've been doing this. Well, let's be honest. You don't watch anything. <laughs> well, but I No, no, up. no. You do, you do catch up. You do watch the pay-per-views. Yeah. You do watch the bigger stuff. Of course. Yeah. But because that's the thing, like, why would I tune into something, right, that I'm going to get bored, especially nowadays? And, and this is what I think where Vince has lost his touch with reality in the sense that you want people to sit there. And first of all, let's break down how much airtime the WWE gives you on a week. You have three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown. That's five. An hour of 205 Live, six. NXT, seven. If you have a pay-per-view, that's another four. That's just WWE. No, no, but but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, look at, at just the regular. So, you know, you have, you have over 11 hours without any other special that they're going to put out, without anything, hey, or whatever they do after or before. That's 11 hours out of your week. And it may seem, oh, that's nothing that's... Okay, but you got to put in sleeping, you got to put in work and shit like that. That's a lot you of have, You have time. a life besides wrestling? Exactly. Yeah. So now you can't expect somebody to sit there for three hours. That's not even including like the NXT UK and 205 Live and all the other crap. Well, we did put 205 Live, but that's oh, one hour. But mm. but still, yeah. like, you need to kind of not say, hey, you know, we're trending on Twitter. Yeah, you're trending on Twitter because your fucking product sucks. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm watching this. Hashtag WWE. That's why you're trending on Twitter. But okay, so what do you do? It you need to have new eyes on it. You need to have to remix something in there that would bring in other people. Yeah, and you're not gonna do that right now. You couldn't do a Ronda Rousey because that's supposedly that's why you signed Ronda Rousey to that contract. That's why you have Brock Lesnar. And, all, on that and you know what? They haven't done Ronda, especially you know recently. I'll say yeah. in the last couple of weeks, maybe close to a month. They haven't done Ronda Rousey justice either because. Mm. The 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 overbooking on her promos have been atrocious, yeah. and this Nia Jax feud is not helping her one bit. Not at all. Um, Antonio Tovio saying that we're saturated. There are too many shows. No, Antonio, I don't think that there's too many shows because you could pick and choose what you really exactly. want to watch. Exactly. But what you need to do is you need to make them feel totally different. Why do we like SmackDown? Because, because it's, it's two hours totally and different. it's booked differently too. Why do we like NXT? Because it's booked totally different. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to sit down and watch Total Divas or Raw because to me, the, both of those are shit. Yeah, Raw is atrocious. But it's not that we're oversaturated because then what does that do? 
that allows you to pick and choose, okay, what am I going to watch today? Yeah. Oh, something crazy happened on SmackDown. You know what? I'm going to sit down and watch what happened. Hey, you know what's funny about that, too? Because you have these WWE lifers, right, that will defend the product so much that no. if, if, there, if there's something like that's getting momentum and people are into, whether it's Ringo Honor or MLW or Impact or whatever it is, whatever whatever wrestling you need to But it's pound, not raw. If it's not, if it's not WWE, they bash it. Like, well, I don't like this because of X, Y, and Z. I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine, you know? Uh, James Esponza was saying, I feel like Vince's obsession with getting the XFL off the ground is putting the WWE in peril. It's a big ass word, James. I think you look for it. Uh, because Fox will put SmackDown Live on FS2 in a New York minute if they don't pull their weight. It's true. On this Vince announcement, right? Or whatever Vince is going to. What? He's going to be there oh. on camera. This is what kind of. And th- now we're talking about like what his announcement could possibly yeah. be. What makes me raise a question is how they titled it. Vince will, Mr. McMahon will, Mr. McMahon will make his return on, on Monday Night Raw. It's time to sh- shake things up again, which means two possible things for me: draft, a draft, <laughs> or they're gonna fire Baron Corbin as GM and they're gonna announce somebody else. And that's it. Cause okay. think about it: when they hi- when when they overhype shit like this up, we usually. It's like it's like a balloon getting deflated. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, Vince, man. Oh fuck, Baron Corbin. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was one of those two things. We're gonna talk about that in a second, Jessica. She wants to know about a, a separate storyline, which did bring some uh, information this week. But just to finish off on this Vince McMahon thing, I really hope. And by the way, we're gonna do a show on December thirtieth at noon. We're gonna do it's gonna be a, a Facebook exclusive. The Lucha Mafia with our boys, Regans of Wrestling, where we're going to, we are going to book through WrestleMania. Fantasy book. Fantasy book through WrestleMania. And, and like I said, it's not going to be no, not like, everybody. not no, everybody, just like big story. I really one. don't care about Callisto. Ain't going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie. We don't care about the Lucha House Party. We don't care no, about them. No. But what we do care about is, okay, because at the end of the day, we are fans of wrestling. And like you said, oh, some people will go ahead and put it on just for background noise. I mean, we do, you know. You do that because, uh, again, I haven't watched Raw in like over two years. But the thing is this. If it gets to a point where you can't even use it for background noise because you have Nia Jax talking for 22 minutes, like, you know you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, I think what I think the, the easiest way to fix this, get it, get it together with social media. Don't just make it, oh, we're a trending topic on Twitter. Yeah. Find a way to make that happen. Fuck that! Bring back a, a, a Taboo Tuesday, something different. They, you know what's funny? They actually, like I think a year ago, I think we reported it. No, it wasn't a year ago. It was like right when they separated the brands again. Yeah, they like trademarked Taboo Tuesday yeah, or did. Cyber Sunday for something, and we were like, we were getting hyped. We we're like, oh, that'll be pretty cool to bring it back, just as something different. Especially now, because when you brought out Taboo Tuesday, mm-hmm. that's when when the <laughs> when the fucking internet was still on dial up. Yeah. And now it's different. Now you could do it off your fucking phone. Now, dude, there's a thousand things you could do with it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have people sending their videos. You know how much hits they're gonna get by people just tagging their video because people want to be shown on the WWE TV. Yes. But again, put that into storyline. Find a way to make that come in. Now, Vince coming back to TV does not make me want to tune in this week. Mm-hmm. Does not. I'm sorry. And 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 this is from a person that's grown up with wrestling. That we do a fucking show every two weeks. I don't want to fucking see Vince. I'm tired of Vince. I'm much rather see Triple H come out. I'm much rather see Triple H and Sean and have them run Raw. I like that as a storyline. 
Yeah. Because I'll be tuned in. And then what you do is, you know what? Hey, Vince, you know what? Let's pay Stone Cold whatever, how much money he wants, and have him come in as, as a GM. That will get you ratings. Not Vince. I mean, that's what I feel. Yeah. So, um, do you have anything on Vince? Because I, I think we're just gonna be dis- disappointed with whatever the announcement is. Yeah. But I do, like I said, I think people are gonna tune in one for his announcement, and two, depending on how good TLC is tonight, people are gonna tune in regardless. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's um get some pr- quick predictions on, uh, especially real quick. Um, our girl Jessica was telling us what do we think about this Ruby Riot. Well, we'll talk about it right now when we break down the matches. Go ahead. Um. Let's see. Right. Um, the finals of the mix mix match challenge. Me, me, man. We got R Truth and Carmella versus Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. I think us before this tournament even started. I don't think these two teams would have been our finals. No, you would have never thought that. No, not at all. Um, I think R Truth and Carmella just because their stupid dance break gimmick is so fucking over. I think they have to go over. And Carmella. Like, forget about the guy side because the guys, the guy side is already taken care of on who's going to win. How this funny would it be, right? They, they, let's say they win. Yes. Right? And then Royal Rumble happens. And then doing the women's Royal Rumble, like that 30 spot, our truth comes out because <laughs> it's just like, you know, our truth is always fucking shit up, yeah. right? Like, what do you mean I'm not supposed to be here? I won. Like, remember, I'm number 30. Remember that one year in the Rumble when he came out and he pulled out a ladder like he was going to climb up to win money in the bank? And then he's like, <laughs> wait a minute. And everybody's just looking at him like, what are you doing, bro? So what if during the Royal Rumble, instead of Carmella comes out, is our truth? <laughs> I, I would I'll be okay with that. It'll be hilarious. It'll yeah, be hilarious. I'll be okay with that. Um, yeah, I think I think Carmella and our truth are picking up the win. Yes. You know, no dis- no disrespect to Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. But, you know, just looking at this tournament, like I said, when the the it started, you would auto- automatically think that AJ Charlotte versus Miz and Oscar would have been the final. Of course. And instead we have But it's this. been a shit show. Like, yeah, it's been a shit show. Just right. like everything else on WWE TV. Uh, let's keep going. Um, Elias versus Bobby Lashley in a ladder match where what's hanging off the ladder, it's a guitar. Mm-hmm. Let's, first of all, take aside all the wrestling shit. You want to give Elias props? Of course. All right. You want to tell the audience what are you going to give him props on? Of course. So we know that Elias... Writes his own music. Absolutely. Because that 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 gimmick DVD or CD that they took out on iTunes, that was actually him writing his own music. But I've gained another uh, level of respect for this guy. Who wants to walk with the Rated R Superstar? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so he, the, WWE was down in South America uh, two weeks ago, right? Right after we did the show. I think it was that same weekend. They were down there. They were down in Argentina. Now there's this song. A uh, Spanish rock song that is very tricky to play, sing, whatever. What's the hell it you called call it? again? Musica ligera. I know that song, but not the original. I've always listened to the house version that Association puts in his mixes, yes. which sounds really good. It sounds yes. really good. So that song is very hard to play, and it's very hard to sing, even if you speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. This dude just knocked it out of the park, and we put the we put the video up, and the crowd was so invested they wasn't of expecting course. him to sing it. They were like him playing the song. Hey, like he's props strumming to you. along, yeah, and you're not even strumming along, but he plays it, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, this guy's showing respect to the crowd. And then he sings the first notes of That's the it. song. The crowd blew up, bro, yeah. and I thought that was amazing too. Of course, I thought that was amazing. But then that shows you he has that crowd. In the palm of his hand. Of course. And it's not even that crowd. Because look at other crowds 
he's got them in the palm of his hand. Like he's able to manipulate that crowd to either hate him because even the, the shit that he's done, people actually hate him for. But when he does something good, like, yo, let's put him up there. Yep. So me personally, another level of respect for that. Dude. Good for him, man. Another. By, um, by the way, and I found this out recently. Mm-hmm. Maybe within the last week and a half. I never knew this or whatever. Okay. And I told this to Danielle um, this past weekend, and she was like, oh, I thought you knew that. I was like, no, I just found out recently. Like, I, I started paying attention to him. You know Elias has a lisp? Well, I didn't know. You told me, but I'm, I'm not going to lie. He has a lisp when he talks. Seriously? He talks like when you hear him, hello, I am Elias. Not you fucking asshole. Now I'm going to listen to him. I'm going to hear the But list. I mean, good for, I mean, you could, at first, like, I will pay it. I'm like, does he have a little, and then paying close attention to it. He actually does. Mm-hmm. So that takes it to another level yeah. with the shit that he does. If you're able to speak publicly mm-hmm. with a list. And it, first of all, confidence. And, and, and by the way, it's not Jack Swagger bag. Okay. Bad. No, okay. No, it's no. not, it's not Jack Swagger Who bag. Who's had like a bad list? Cody. Yes, code and and his dad too. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you something, baby. And then the crazy thing is, Gold doesn't have a list because he probably got that from his mama. Who knows? Or he probably learned how to like get off the list. Ah, uh, let's continue. You know who else has a list? Oh, Mike Tyson. All right, all right, Leo. You know, no. All right, Leo. Um, so Elias. Two hour mark. Elias and Bobby Lashley. I feel like Elias is going to get fucked in this match. I think Bobby Lashley is going to go over because of help of Leo Rush. Yeah. By the way, props to Leo Rush. He's making uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah. Like Stone Cold says. Um, a triple threat match for the WWE Tag Team Championships over in SmackDown. Mm-hmm. We got the Bar defending against the New Day and the Usos. I don't understand why this isn't a ladder match. It should be a ladder it match. It would make sense. It's not. Um, Who do you got here? I'm going to go with the Usos. Man, I would not be mad about that if the no. Usos win. Because if you look at the Usos, the Usos have been able to reinvent themselves over and over and over again, especially in the wrestling business, where it's really hard. Once you are typecasted as a certain type of wrestler, it's very hard for you to evolve. I would like the Usos to win, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with the bar. I think the bar is going to retain. Okay. Um, but I think it's going to be a good match. I think it's going to be a really, really great match. James Esponza saying Leo Rush versus Finn Balor would be really good. I would like to see that match. Man, they should put Finn Balor in the two of lot. You know what's funny? James just mentioned Finn Balor. I read a report today. I don't know how true it is that apparently the Finn Balor oh, yeah, it's off. and um yeah him and Drew McIntyre match is going to be off. Yeah, it's off. Because he's dealing with something. Finn Balor's sick or something, so right? What they're saying is uh, it was Finn Balor. Bobby Roode, um, your girl, the little one, uh, what's her name? Mandy Rose. No, the 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 little fuck, the five feet of fury, the blonde. Alexa girl. Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Okay. But she's not wrestling. She's been no, out no, of no. commission for a while. But what happens is they say that they have some type of virus that attacks their vocal cords. Okay. So that's why Bobby Roode was kept off, um, and it kind of has to do with like the flu. That's why Bobby Roode was kept off of TV or, or off the mic for like two weeks where he would only just go in and, and, and like do some shit because he has the same thing. But they won the tag titles this past month. No, I know, but watching, he, he, he his speaking mm-hmm. is diminished because of that because yeah. at one point he had that. And, and they don't have a name for it, 
but it's saying that it's attacking different people. Do you think this is like a TLC curse? Because last year for TLC, remember I, Bray Wyatt and Roman, Roman Reigns were taken out of commission. So now it makes you think it has to do with where they're where they're coming from before TLC. Wait a minute. No, but that was a SmackDown roster. Because remember, AJ had to fly from Peru to TLC last year to fight Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. But no, that, that I would think like maybe it has something to do when they're out of country, but maybe it doesn't. Well, because it, it depends. Like, where are they? Again, now, it may be a TLC curse. Uh, James saying it's mono. <laughs> Could be. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, you, you have a couple of different uh, talents. They have the same thing. So and the the Bobby Roode was the first one that they uh, that they spoke about. So that match is not happening. It's not. So happening. Drew McIntyre, we don't know what's gonna happen with him. We don't. We gotta know. wait and see tonight, he right? May show up and kick somebody and then. Okay. Um, or, or they, they they might just put Ziggler in that that's, spot. That's what I was oh, gonna say. Oh man. You know. Have, oh have a, boy. Check this out. So you remember a couple of months ago when Ziggler would do the entrances? Sure. The 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 record scratch. No no no. Shit. The entrance is like, oh, oh is this yeah. what you want? Is this what you, you want? You think he's going to come as Finn Balor? That would be good. It would be good. It would be different, but I don't think that's going to happen. But that would be good. Have the whole demon thing come out and then. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. That's what we should write for. Um, Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio in a chairs match. Uh, I think Randy Orton's going over. Yeah. There's no way Mysterio's going to go over. I mean, we could... I see a spot of Mysterio jumping off a chair and then Randy Orton catching if him and RKO. If I could book this going forward I would have Randy win this match Mm -hmm. and then they fight either at the Rumble or like maybe at a special Smackdown they do or something Mm -hmm. and I have hair versus mask match and then that's where Mysterio gets it you know he finally beats Orton because we've seen Orton with the shaved head before so it's not going to be nothing for him him shaving his head he'll play it up like let it grow out like so that's how me fantasy booking here because especially with Randy Orton being obsessed with his mask or whatever after he unmasked him, you have Randy, you have Randy beat him in the chairs match, mm-hmm. and then they have a mask for build up, build up to maybe at the Rumble have well, mask. That's why the Lucha Mafia is going to be such a good hit. People mm-hmm. are going to like it because not only we get the fantasy book, but we also get to hear some of you guys let us know. Mm-hmm. Also, the, also our homies, the Rickens of Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, who do you got here? Uh, again, I see Orton going over just like you do. Hmm. But I see some crazy spot happening with an RKO out of nowhere. So you're going with Orton? I'm going with Orton, yeah. All right, cool. Um, Oh, by the way, remember a couple shows ago we were talking about on, so where the hard camera is, there's like a box by the railing, and we were like, what the fuck is that? That's for the 360 shit, right? For the VR. Yeah. Yeah. So now they've added more cameras. Okay. So now you have the one by the hard side. And then the 360 shit. And, and then you have the ones on the turnbuckles. Go ahead. Um, schedule. It's supposed to, this match is supposed to happen. A TLC match between Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin. And Braun Strowman wins. He gets his title shot against Brock Lesnar at the Rumble. And Baron Corbin wins. He becomes a permanent GM. Now, there's speculation on this match that it might not happen because of Braun Strowman's injury. We don't know if he's going to show up or not. Yeah, they weren't sure. Um, Hypothetically, let's say Baron... Uh, I'm, Braun Strowman does show yes. up. He has to win, right? Of course. One punch, he's out. Pin him out. Let's go. All right. I think the entrance is going to take lo- take longer than the actual match. Now how about if he could still? He actually. How about if he could go in the ring? Then you, you have what? a match. Okay. If he's if you're unsure that he can go or not, and you can use that finish to protect him. Yeah, but 
See, I I, I see what you're saying. Mm. Part of me feels like we're not going to have it because we got a TLC match this past Monday between Rollins and Baron Corbin. Okay. I feel like that's kind of like the replacement. Like, that's mm. why they kind of gave an audience something. Uh, which, by the way... It might have been. It might not have been Ron's best match, but by far that was Baron Corbin's best match oh, he's ever had with Seth I Rollins. Think, I think this is Baron Corbin's best work since he's been in. The yeah, movie. you know what? I will agree the same thing. Yeah, he he gets a lot of TV time, but this character, this mm. GM corporate character that ba- yeah that he's playing, has been some of the best stuff for Baron Corbin. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I we're gonna see something for Gazy here. I don't know if it's gonna be a match. I don't know if Baron uh, Braun Strowman's gonna show up. It could be a spot. It might just be a spot. We don't know. Um, Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. Ronda. Ronda's winning. With, a, with, a, with some weird finish. Because then you have to actually look at it. You can't make uh, this girl look weak, Nia Jax. Buddy Murphy defending the Cruiserweight Championship against Cedric. I don't see Buddy dropping no. it yet. I think if he's going to drop it anywhere, it's going to happen yeah. at WrestleMania. Yeah. And we'll probably get to that, yeah. you know. Uh, in our next show, T- talking about WrestleMania and stuff like that, guys, you can, you can actually start sending us um, who you want us to fantasy book. Yeah, yeah you like, let you us know. Give like, us your suggestions. Yeah, like because we obviously have ideas. I'm sure the Regan the Wrestling has some ideas. But you know, slide into our DMs at Lucha Outsiders, yes. whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, and give us some suggestions. Give us some ideas. Give us a, a person like if they just like, where do you see AJ Styles and Mania? We'll talk about that. Or so let's do this. Who you want us to book through WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and who you think is going to be a surprise entrance at the Rumble? Yeah, we could do that. So we'll that way that. we can we can put them together because you know we're going to have a thousand and one names, but you know we don't want to drag it out. I um, know I know Jessica Hoffman was talking about Ruby Riot and Natalia. How we yes. feel about the whole? Um, I'm okay with it. Jim Nyhart being on the table. Listen, I know a lot of people feel sensitive about it. This is my thing when it comes to stuff like that, especially even with the with the Ambrose and Ron's thing about mentioning Roman with leukemia. Mm-hmm. If the talent are okay with it, in this case, Jim Neihardt is dead. Yeah. So if Natalia's okay with it and she goes like, you know, my dad will like this. I think Ooh. this is how my dad would want to go out. He's getting the rub even when he's dead. And listen, they're human too. So I'm sure Ruby does feel uncomfortable saying this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, Ruby, Ruby is probably grew up watching Jim. So I'm sure when they go backstage, they're hugging each other and they're probably crying. You know what I'm saying? And now they're best friends. You know what I'm saying? Because Natalia trusted Ruby Mm -hmm. for her to be the first one to talk about Jim after he passed away. Like, even going back to, remember Paige and Charlotte? Yeah. When they had that that feud and Paige mentioned the whole uh, Reed thing, you could tell Paige was crying when she said that line. And then they were fighting each other and they had that brawl, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you could tell Paige got teary-eyed. You know, it's gonna gonna hurt them, obviously, Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I think when it comes to, you know, wrestling is like a, a fraternity, right? Yeah. You know, and I know it's women that we're talking about here. You, you know, cause still, but let's just sorority. say, you know, at the end of the day, the the men are calling them they're the boys, right? They, they're gonna still say they're the boys, right? That's why Becky Lynch is the man. Exactly. Fuck you, Corey Graves. So they, it's a fraternity, right? Mm-hmm. So when one goes down, you know, everybody I feel like is affected on this, and I think wherever Jim is at, Jim yeah. would be like, hey, you know, while they're using his name in storyline, you know, in a way they're putting respect in his name also because they're using him part of this storyline. So I'm okay with it. And it goes by m- me saying, even if we weren't okay with it, unless they were uncomfortable by it, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Our opinions don't matter. You know why? Because the only opinions that should matter is the talent. And that's it. 
So stop being a fucking bitch and just enjoy the fucking product. Mm-hmm. Remember, the, uh, the big was it the big show that had the big boss man's uh, no the big boss man had the big show's dad's <laughs> casket. <laughs> okay, man, the fuck up. <laughs> it's not that serious. It's wrestling. I know. Uh, where do we go from here? Let's talk about uh. Yo, that was the stupidest fucking storyline ever, dude. It's Seth Rollins defending the Intercontinental Championship against Dean Ambrose. I think Ambrose is taking it. Yes, because you need to extend yeah. that feud. I think Ambrose is taking it, and if if all rumors are true or whatever about Rollins challenging Lesnar for the Universal title, mm-hmm. I think at some point you got to take the title off Rollins. Of and I think, you know, why not Ambrose? Hey, he, he already changed his look, you know what I mean? Like evolving, mm-hmm. he'll take it. I'm not a fan of the Bane look, by the way. I like it. What the fuck? Yeah. I like it. For, okay. I love the you know, sirens in his entrance. Okay. No, no, that's fine. I love him being the, uh, the jerk that he is. No, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what bothers me? Is that big fucking mask down at the bottom. Like, bro, you're the WWE. You can twist that off and put a better one. So you're pro- you like the look, you just hate the mask. Reasonable. I'm okay with the top of the mask. I'm not different mask. The bottom. Different mask. I gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Of course. By the way, that's why Hitler had like the little mustache in the middle, is because when he used to put the gas mask, the mustache actually lets the the gas in. Okay. <laughs> Shit that I remember. I don't know. Um, <laughs> WWE World <laughs> Championship match. We got Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan. Oh, we love Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's going over. AJ's not getting the title. Who knows what the future holds for AJ coming into next year. The rumor is that he might fight Randy Orton at Mm. Mania. We don't know. And we were talking about this too, like you and I off the air. Like, we like this Daniel Bryan. And whoever doesn't like this Daniel Bryan, it's because they can't separate the two. Yeah. Because this heel work that he's doing. It's great. It's great. Of course. Go ahead, Mark. Main event, which should be the main event, and I think it's going to be the main event. Yeah, Triple threat match, TLC, Asuka, Charlotte, Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Okay. Who do you have here? Uh, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch. I'm going to go with Asuka. Okay, why? If we need to get to Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky, or Becky and Ronda at Mania, one of those two possibilities, uh-huh. you need to take the belt. The belt has to come off of Becky. And okay. I think you got to put it on Asuka. Asuka's been waiting for so long. Mm-hmm. Her momentum completely died, and she has not been used right the second her streak got defeated by Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And that was at Mania. Now, you don't think that this is going to hurt Becky? No. If you book her right, no. Okay. If she wins the Royal Rumble, no. Okay. If you continue the storyline where where you know she's still this anti-hero, no. They're just going to the crowd is just going to be more invested in Becky to finally get her moment at WrestleMania against Ronda, whether Charlotte's involved or not. Uh Ruby said that shit with a smile. How was that a work? Uh, How was that for a work? No, and, and and again, that doesn't I mean, you know, she's a good she's a good actress. Of course. Hey, put it back to that. They're mm-hmm. actors and actresses at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo learned that tidbit from Hitler himself. Really? How do you take some shit that... All right, to wrap up, we gave our TLC predictions. Let's Becky talk- winning the... Uh, sorry, Becky winning the Rumble would be amazing. Mm, there you go. James let's, uh, let's talk about this Jericho stuff, and we'll wrap up here. We're going to talk about Wrestle Kingdom 13, our predictions 
after we do our luchis. Yes. So we'll do our we'll do our luchis. We'll do our awards, and then to wrap up that episode, we'll give our predictions for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. But let's talk about um, the Jericho stuff. Okay. So Jericho and Naito had a press conference. Naito. Um, Naito spit at Jericho. Jericho went nuts. I love the new Jericho look. Oh, Jericho's so awesome. How is it that you're able to reinvent your reinvention from the last time you were there? Jericho's just too good. He He's a king of leather. <laughs> yes. The King and, and I'm okay with that. Um, he also appeared at um one of the Road to the Tokyo Dome shows, mm-hmm. which we saw um, Will Osprey and Tana and Tanahashi in a tag match versus um the Golden Lovers. Yeah. Um, I know there's gifts all over the place of um Will Osprey fucking doing reversals and all this other shit, and j- j- they just teasing us what this Kota Bushi and Will Osprey match is gonna be at Wrestle Kingdom. But but that's the thing, like. Just because it looks funny with all the reversals and shit mm-hmm. like that, it's really good. It's really amazing. Like I can't wait for this match, bro. And, and people are going to say, oh, no, but you guys always shit on the WWE. Mm-hmm. No, because we got that on on our Instagram post when you put about um, the Chinese guy. Oh, Nakamura. Nakamura. Yeah, you know, and I wasn't even talking about that, no, no, but, but you know, I, I want to talk about it. But you know what? And listen, everybody's entitled to their opinion, and, and, and that's, that's why, and that's why we leave it open for them, right? We we don't but censor anything. We don't delete anything. We don't. We we don't. And it's just an opinion. The shit looks yeah. ugly. Whether it's in New Japan, whether it's in Pac- because the, it, the it red fits better. If the, it was tailored right, it not even it would look better. Not even that. The whole top part, that V, it looks too feminine. Okay, mm-hmm. but Mario, the red. Outfit that Nakamura uses mm-hmm. is tailored. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it when just you looks put on, awkward, Mario. When you put on something and it looks baggy on mm-hmm. you, especially if it's ring gear, that means that somebody just bought it. Say here, wear this. Mm-hmm. It has to fit right. And you know what's funny? People are like, oh well, if it would have been in Japan, it would have been all over it. Blah blah blah. I'm, and the funny thing is, a lot of people that say that. Don't even watch New Japan or Ring of Honor or whatever company it is. A lot of people, right? And it's not that we shit on the WWE. We just want the product to be better, right? Of course. We're we're wrestling fans at the end of the day. Everybody else is... Okay, if everybody else that has a hundredth of your budget Mm -hmm. could put on a good show, how is it that the WWE cannot put on a good show? Now, people are going to say, oh, no, but you have writers, you have this. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. Okay? At the end of the day... You have agents that know how to book this. But in the WWE, you have writers that tell those agents which way the, the storyline is going to go. Make the agents the writers. Yeah. Have have them pair them up. Tell the agent, okay, I want you to write this and go in this direction. And listen, and, and, who, and we don't know. Nakamura, Nakamura be like, I picked this, and yeah. I'm the one that liked this outfit. Oh, I like but, it. But for me, I, as a fan, I just don't like it. It looks no. weird. It looks very feminine. If it was maybe tailored to, in my eyes. And, and, and hey, that's your opinion, which is fine. But yeah. what's funny no, is fuck like. Fuck you. I'll get my opinion. When, when people, right? <laughs> <laughs> when people like just shit on another yeah. product, right? And the funny thing is, they have this this opinion about other uh, other companies, right? Like, oh well, if it would have been in New Japan or whatever. One, nobody's talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Nope. And two, do you even watch the product? No. Exactly. No. Friend of the show, Jamie, 
when we first started talking to him about wrestling. Oh, I just watched WWE. Mm. And he went to a Ring of Honor show and was impressed. And there you go. And I, he, he said a lot of this talent, right? A lot of his talent, he didn't even know who it was. And then he became a fan of it and became invested in a lot but of this why? talent. Because he tried something different. He enjoyed it. He was like, you know what? Let me go left. Let me not always go right. Let me go left. Let me check out some other stuff, right? to a Northeast uh, wrestling, wrestling show. Which was good, too. He had fun there, too. Of course. And alternative, it, just because you're a WWE lifer, right? Which we are. We are. That's why we have strong opinion when the product is of just course. trash or phoned in, which we talked about so much. Doesn't mean that we're going to turn our backs on WWE. No. We talk about NXT, how, how NXT is great. Mario. Most of our imaging, mm-hmm. what people see down here, there, there, it's WWE related. A- exactly. So it's not <laughs> like we hate, we don't want to see the, the, the opposite of WWE lifers is this. Uh-huh. We don't want to see WWE fail. We and want them to be Jamie, great. Jamie just got on. And Jamie just got on. <laughs> WWE fans, they want to see other products fail. They were like, oh, we want to see all in fail. We want to see all this and that. Like, we don't want to see WWE fail. We no. want them to be better. We want them to competition. Exactly. We want it to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Esponto, Leo knows a lot about clothes not fitting right. First of all, James, <laughs> fuck you. Second of all, I actually know how to sew. So that's why, like, the way clothes fit. Like, I actually do my own tailoring. Go ahead. Make a joke about that one. Go ahead, Mario. Oh, my gosh. That's so fucking funny. I, I just keep giving him shit to talk, right? Um... There you but, go. J- Jamie, friend of the show, saying hello. What's up, we Jamie? Were just talking about we were just talking story. about yeah. you. So go back a little um, bit. Yeah, check out the podcast version. There you go. Where, Mario? iTunes, SoundCloud, you want to be fancy. Apple Podcasts, tune in on MaxClab, LosRadio.com. Tune in, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast needs. Leave us a five-star frog splash rating. You comments, greetings, and bury you the one of us. It'll most likely be this old man right here. I think from now on, we should just say LosRadio.com, Lucha Outsiders, and then they can get all the links because we have all that there. No, but see, I already worked the routine okay. by saying all this. We're not going to just cancel that out. Okay. But yeah, the Jericho stuff is good. Jericho <laughs> appeared at the one of the Road to the Tokyo Dome yes. shows and beat the crap out of Naito in like Los Ingobernables de Japón. Um, El Villano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but okay. So again, you have that anything can happen feeling. Anything can happen. If you weren't tuned into that show, you missed it. If you weren't looking at that show, you missed it. You missed Jericho being there. Mm-hmm. If you look at the interaction that Jericho's had with New Japan, it's been great. Ninety percent of it has been by surprise. Ninety mm-hmm. percent. Well, I mean, I think with this one, since we saw the press conference, I think you automatically thought like he's gonna make an appearance. Yeah, but you didn't know when. You didn't know when, but you figured he's gonna make an appearance because he did a press conference with and Naito. He's there, and he's there. Mm-hmm. But I think the other ones. Have been surprised because you didn't know he was going to be there. Yeah. Uh, but but again, the other ones, yeah, they were good and everything. But mm. it's all about you being able to evolve yeah. your character. Evolve the character. That's what you need to do. That And, and even in, in life, you need to evolve. You can't be the same person that you were last year. And Jericho is the definition of evolution yeah. when it comes to wrestling. Yeah. Um, to wrap up, let's just give some house cleaning news. Next, our next episode will be the Luchis. Yes, the twenty, will. the twenty eighteen Luchis. The uh, the twenty ninth is that? Twenty ninth. Whatever that Saturday is, I think the it's 29th. the twenty ninth. Um, will be the Luchis. So they're gonna have the Lucha Outsider Show. Mm-hmm. So can we call it the Lucha Weekend? Yeah, we'll call it the Lucha Weekend. Yeah, That's perfect. I came up with something. <laughs> Woo! 
We'll call it the Lucha yeah. Weekend. So that Saturday, we're going to have the Luchis 2018, the, the best of 2018. The, Don't ask us the time, just like the page. The year that was. <laughs> um, we're going to break down. So pretty much how the Luchis works, we go through 10, 10 to 1. Yes. The top 10 wrestlers, the top 10 female wrestlers, the top 10 moments, the top 10 that matches we think. that we think. Well, you and then I play off of you. Well, you're not supposed to break kayfabe, and you okay. just did right Sorry. now. Good job. Congratulations. You played the yourself. The we think. Uh-huh. And we break down the list or whatever, different categories, and that's the Luchi. And also in that episode, um, at the end of our Luchis, we'll give our Wrestle Kingdom predictions. Yes. Um, then, Which, as the young kids say, Wrestle Kingdom's going to be lit. You know what? Congratulations. You played yourself. Then the 30th, which is that Sunday. What? Yes. You're going to be on again? Lucha Weekend. What? We're going to do a crossover event with our homies, the Ricans of Wrestling, and we're going to fantasy book going into WrestleMania, so including the Royal Rumble, you know, storyline-wise, who's going to be a champion. Raw of 2019. Yeah, we're going to talk about all that. Um, so give us your suggestion, guys. Give us who you want us to talk about. Yeah. I'm sure you guys are sending stuff to the Ricans of Wrestling also. I'm sure the Ricans of Wrestling are coming up with a plan themselves. Mm -hmm. And we're pretty much going to cross-promote on – What's gonna happen going into WrestleMania? Who's gonna get called up? Who knows? Maybe the elite are gonna show up in NXT or WrestleMania. We don't know. Um, and this is all fantasy booking, so any opinion pretty yeah. much is a good one, right? And what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna open up the phone lines just for you guys to be part of what we're, whatever we're talking about right there and then. Cool. So we'll, we'll bring you guys in so you guys can be part. You know, if, if we're fantasy booking Seth Rollins, mm -hmm. then you can let us know. You and I know us. it's the end of the year, guys, and I know it's a holiday. Mm -hmm. So if you miss anything yes. that's going to happen, if you can't check us out live, both of them will be podcast versions, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, so you can check us out on the podcast version. Bye -bye. Subscribe oh, bye -bye. to us. Los Radio, right here. Losradio.com, La Mescla, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, that one, too. <laughs> nice, <laughs> that was good. But guys, check us out. Remember, like our page. Let the people know that we are here. It's just us We're trying to make this this uh, show grow. Thank you guys. We wouldn't be anywhere without you guys. But I'm Leo. That's Mario. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to episode 98 of the Lucha Outsider Show. Wow, we're close to 100, dude. Yeah, we are. By the way, by, by the way. Can I start that show? Yo, we're keeping it 100? No, we're not doing that. God damn it. By, by the way, that'll be cop copyright infringement. What about zero to 100 real quick? Shut up. No. <laughs> by the way, the crossover epi episode with the Ricans of Wrestling, that's not the 100th episode. No, it's not. The Luchis will be episode 99. 99. And then the crossover episode is a bonus. Can I say, Cien! Cien! Stop. Make sure if you can't check out our Facebook Live episode, subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, you want to be fancy. Apple Podcasts, tune in, La Mescla app, LosRadio.com, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast needs. Leave us a five-star Frog Splash rating review. Comments, grievances, bear either one of us. It'll most likely be this old man right and here. And Leo 100 said, we just whooped your ass. No. Wow, bro, you are no. so fucking old. I can't use that. Why are you so old? No. Why are you such an old man? See, that's why that no. game that me and Danielle were playing about couples like having Fuck sex. You, you, you would be you. like. Can it be like being the 100? Can we use that? What? Like being the elite, being the 100? No. What are you are doing? You sure? What are cool. you doing? What are you doing? Jesus Christ, this fucking guy. For show football, Leo, Leo, and for your truly misrated R. Keep it rated R and stay too sweet. And have a great holiday, guys. <laughs>